Welcome in to Views from the Sideline. See that? It is March 19th, 2019. It is our March Madness preview. Da 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 And that's one of our guests, Gary Kaloje. Uh I'm your host, Chris Pappas. Across the table, Joey Tysick. Hello. To my right, Malik Hill. And our two special guests, Garrett Kaloje. He was here last week. He's here again this week. Host of Colo Sports Corner on 88.3 WXOU, The Grizz. Welcome, Garrett. Thank you for having me again, Chris. Also, I want to make a public apology to Joey. I mocked him last week for picking Michigan-Michigan State in the Big Ten title game, and I want to officially apologize. Uh, I will own that. That is something that I'm not proud about. Uh, my Boilermakers uh, failed everybody and lost to Minnesota, and I'm not proud about that. But I uh, wanted to apologize, too. But, Chris, thanks for again for having me on the show. Very I did pick Michigan Garrett. in that game though, so sorry, that was a classy gesture. No, classy. Yeah, but let's be but but let's be fair here, Joey. At least you called the right final matchup. So. And across the table for me as well. Oh God. Sammy Terramina. Hey, Sammy. Welcome Hi, back, Sammy. Welcome hey, back. How are you guys? Everybody going good? Yes, everyone's doing good. He's host of Between Terraminas and OAA now here on o- ONTV. Sammy. Yeah. Yeah. No, not much. You know, I did mention a little bit on the um my podcast yesterday about the um tournament, but of course we just had the boys basketball state tournament. Now we're in the verge of the girls basketball tournament. We have one team in that, which yep. is South A and T. Um, and um, you know, I'm glad to be here. Looking forward to the NCAA tournament as always. And by the way, Mr. Joey Tysick, I picked Michigan State to win the Big Ten tournament. <gasps> oh, look at you! <laughs> not surprised though that you picked them. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, man. Well, today, it's going along the same format as we did last year. Uh, We'll go through the entire bracket and make an official Views from the Sideline NCAA bracket, which we will submit to all the groups. You know, last year, we are famous for picking Loyola Loyola to go so far. Loyola, Chicago, shout out to you guys, Sister Jean. I also, I think, had uh, Nevada in my Final Four. They fell short in the Elite Eight, but I will. That's my other claim to fame. I had Nevada. (laughs) No one else believed in the Wolfpack. No one did. Hey. And I had Michigan in the national championship. You you did. That's right. Listen, if you listened to us last year, you made a lot of money. I can't guarantee that this year, Unless, but we're going to try. What about UMBC upset of Virginia, man? Nobody called that. <laughs> I had one person last year call that game in one of the brackets I worked with this year. That's insane. Now, it was insane. Now, I, I do want to say something, though, about the, the bracket. Chris, I wanted to ask you this. Yeah. What do you think of the seeding? What do you think overall the top 16 seeds? What do you think about how things played out? Uh, Duke, number one overall seed. I mean, I, I want to get your opinion on it. Well, I want to say one thing before we start picking. Okay. I think Duke's in trouble. I think. Ooh. And we'll get to it. I don't want to spoil anything, but <laughs> I think they got a bad draw in the East region for a certain for a certain team that matches up very well against Duke. We'll get into that. What team matches? I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to spoil it. We'll get into it. Okay. Um, another thing, 
I think Michigan State did get kind of robbed. They did. I by was, their seating. No, but no. I was screaming. Well, well here's the thing. Here's well, the thing. No, 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 surprise, no surprise the guy who's on the propaganda machine screaming at the TV. <laughs> I was livid. Well, they should have got a number one seed. 14. Well, when you lose. What's wrong with 14 automatic qualifying wins? Sammy. Three of them against Michigan. Sammy, when you lose to two quad, when you lose twice to a quadrant two team in Indiana, you lose to a quadrant three team, borderline quadrant four in Illinois, and you barely beat your teams in conference by 12 points or less per game. You don't deserve to be a one seed. I'm sorry. Okay. Gonzaga has consistently shown. Virginia has consistently shown. North Carolina has consistently shown all year. But North Carolina play, lost has, by 27 to Michigan. They also won. Teams. They also won the regular season ACC championship. So let's be fair here. But Michigan this is State a Roy won Will- the Big Ten. This is a Roy Williams squad. And postseason. This is a regular season UNC team that has rallied. And yes, I didn't think that they were going to have the right type of players. A guy like Kobe White has impressed me. A guy like Cameron Johnson has come out of nowhere and impressed me. Luke May is one of the best shooters in the in the country. But okay, fourteen they, automatic qualifiers. Yeah, but you don't and get a conference championship. Sammy, Sammy, you don't get there. You get here's the thing. If you want to be a one seed, you don't lose three straight games, and you don't lose in Champaign by five, going to overtime against the nine win Illinois Fighting Illini team. Okay, you don't deserve it at that point. Since the, since that Michigan game, North Carolina's gotten better by leaps and bounds. I think that that needs to be noticed right and and here's the thing i'll say is that people were saying gonzaga was a week one seed they did lose to saint mary's and yes i agree that that wasn't a great look for them heading into the tournament let's be fair here they're still one of the most efficient teams in the country they handle the ball well they don't turn the ball over and in my opinion they have one of the three best players in college basketball right now in rui hachimura so i love gonzaga i think the committee was excellent with what they did the one thing i will say that state got a little bit unfavorable matchup was obviously being the sixth overall seed in the country. How are they, are they the sixth overall? How are they the sixth overall because when number you play, two seed? And you're in a region with Duke. That's terrible. Well, the the new tool that they use now is called net. The the net, or it's, I think, the net evaluator tool. And it basically prioritizes how well you beat teams in your conference. And Tennessee beat up on a very weak SEC. And Michigan State wasn't able to do that in the Big Ten. So it's the not Big my Ten's apologies. A much I, the I, I, I hate to cut this conversation short because we, it's getting. I guess you could say things are getting pretty serious. It's getting pretty serious. And in the end of the day, to be a national champion, you have to win no matter who you play. It's all about winning. And that doesn't take away from the fact I still think State has a very good chance this year. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying I don't think that they were robbed. And that's just my personal opinion. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, Without, I'm going to give you each of you 60 seconds to give me one thing that stands out to you about the bracket this year. And then we're going to get into dissecting this whole entire thing and making the official views from the sideline bracket. I feel like Joey is always prepared and ready. So I'm going to hit Joey first. What stands out to you? What stands out to me? I'm very surprised that Michigan is a two seed. I'll be honest. Just because... For them to only be two seeds lower than Michigan State and a lot to lose to Michigan State three times, they definitely like took into the account of Michigan's early game season, which I don't know if it's super fair. I do think that Michigan should have maybe been a three seed in this, especially with Michigan State being a two. But the weirdest part, they're playing Montana again. Yeah. That's, you end up in the West again, you end up playing Montana again. It's, yeah, like you said, very weird. 
Chris, I think the, the, the one thing I noticed is that I think the bottom half of this bracket is very winnable for non-number one seeds. And, and I'll say that I think any team from the four, five, six, and on up, I think has a really good chance to get to the final four. Um, it's very balanced this year. I really don't think that the committee went too far out of their, their reach. I will say this, though. Um, and as I, I have some notes here on some trends and things like that, and I'll get into it over the course of the broadcast or over the course of the show. I think the NCAA made the first round tough with some of these first four games that are being played. Belmont's a very good team that has a chance to go to the sweet 16. So but with that being said, the bottom half of the bracket, there could be a lot of fun in that bottom half heading into Minneapolis on April 2nd or I, April, April 6th. Sorry. I'm surprised all the, um, some of these teams who got mid-major teams got in, like Belmont got in. I was I really wasn't surprised. I was really happy, but Belmont got in. But the teams that were left out, North Carolina State, Clemson, there were two teams that were that were ranked really high, but they both got left out, went to the NIT. Um, and everybody knows about my Michigan State thing. I'm still very upset with that. But just surprised a couple of these teams got um got shafted, and teams like Arizona State and St. John's got in over North Carolina State and um, Clemson. Malik? If Indiana had even two more wins, their resume would be 10 times better than Ohio State's. Them getting in as an 11, as an 11 seed shocked me. I don't think their resume is really they, – they beat bad teams. They were close against average teams, and they lost against good teams. Uh, they may have one or two <laughs> – Pretty good wins, but I don't think that's enough to get you into the tournament. Yeah, Indiana beat Michigan State twice. They beat Marquette early in the season. They were they were a point away from beating Purdue. They held strong against other really good teams, too. There's not really much difference between the two besides the fact that there were a lot of games where Indiana, their youth showed, and they weren't coached well enough to <laughs> hang with a lot of the big guys. But, yeah, the Ohio State number 11 seed, I, I don't really understand it. Yeah. Well, let's get into it, guys. Let's do what we were here to do. Let's make the official bracket of views from the sideline. First matchup, we're starting in the East region. It is Duke versus the 16th seed, which will be the winner of NC Central NC Central or North Dakota State. That'll take place tomorrow night at 6.40 p.m. I know Sammy is picking the 16th seed in this one, so I'm going to start with him. I'm not picking the 16th Wait, what? One. No, because... You, because we know about Joey Tysick's love for UMBC um, <laughs> and uh, your love for um, UMBC as well, Chris. But of course. The entire country's love for UMBC. Sadly, sadly, I can't stand Duke. I, I hate Duke. I got to get Duke this one. You might as well just write down Zion on the bracket. Don't write Duke. Just <laughs> <laughs> Zion over whatever. Does, does anybody have any anything to really break down in this matchup? I mean, it's going to be a Duke I, no. clown show. So I, yeah. I did. Duke's going to win. North Dakota State does shoot very well from three, though, so it could be a little bit closer if Duke does struggle, yeah, they but might, Duke's going right. to Duke gonna doesn't shoot the three well. You're right. You're right. It might be a 25-point win instead of a 35-point win. Watch out. If if R.J. Barrett, Zion, Cam Reddish, Trey Jones, if they go down in this game, watch out for the upset. <laughs> if that starting five goes out, boy, <laughs> things change dramatically. You're it saying might. you're not a Jack White fan? I mean, I'm, I'm not saying North I'm Dakota not a fan, but get those walk-ons in the game. <laughs> yeah. That's what he's saying. Yep. Get the walk-ons. Yep. And then we'll move right on down to the 8-9 matchup in the bracket in the East region. It's VCU versus UCF. Uh, VCU comes into this one 25-7, finishing out the year. UCF 23-8. and 
Garrett, I want to start with you on this one. What do you see in this matchup in this eight and nine? This is a very interesting one. VCU ranks seventh in the country in terms of defensive efficiency, according to KenPom.com, only averaging 88.6 points per 100 possessions in the country. And that doesn't go very well for the big style of basketball that UCF plays. They have Taco Fall, the seven foot six uh, extraordinaire who plays in the middle for Johnny Dawkins and his team. I think VCU is actually going to win this. I think it's going to, you know, I think it's going to be a lockdown game. It's not going to be anything exciting, but I got the, uh, I got the Rams, the VCU. Joey, what about you? Who do you got in this one and why? I'm going the opposite. I'm going with UCF. I've liked watching UCF this whole season. I mean, maybe it's the taco fall factor. Yeah. He's, he's an interesting guy to see, but they just shoot really efficiently. They're a very efficient team on offense. And VCU's not necessarily the team that they used to be, you know, back a couple years ago. And just from watching UCF play, I, I just like their style of play. They kind of slow it down a little bit. Like I said, that's where you get efficient. And a lot of these teams that run slower paced offenses and that are, there's a lot too that are focused on defense that we'll see later in this bracket. They can always make noise because they're not going to, they're not going to beat everybody by a lot, but they're going to always be in games and that's dangerous. So UCF lock it in for Joe. Sammy, what do we got? I got, I got um, VCU. I think that um, as mentioned, um, VCU. Looking at Garrett's stats and all that fun stuff, but I just think that hey, hey, there's no stealing research in this I, show. But I think I think I, I don't trust ECF shooting the ball, especially because they have that seven foot six guy in the interior. But I just think VCU um, a little bit more disciplined. Gotcha. I think they will win that one. Malik, what you got? I'm going UCF. Ooh, tie like two they two. Put, they played in a surprisingly nobody expected to the AAC to be as top heavy as it was those top four teams you have cincinnati houston you have ucf who was a lot better than people expected and temple was also a very good basketball team they they didn't have they didn't have a very easy conference schedule to go to go through and they still ended up with 22 23 wins so yeah they beat houston they played every game tough they're experienced they're very well coached and uh i think ucf pulled it out so i already get the first tiebreaker man i already like this a lot you know I'm a sucker for NBA prospects. I always give them the benefit of the doubt. I like Taco. Give me UCF over VCU. It's also Tuesday, so it's Taco yeah. Tuesday. It's only and right. Form, it's only former right. Michigan player Aubrey Dawkins coming off as the sixth man for UCF. Got to support Aubrey. Moving on to the 5-12 matchup. It's Mississippi State at number five against number 12, Liberty. All right. We started with Joey last time. Let's go Malik. What you seeing in this one? I think this game is close for a majority, but I think in the end, Mississippi State pulls it out. They have their the the talent difference is really going to show. Lamar Peters is one of the most electric guards in the country. He hasn't shown it a lot this year, but in the past year and sometimes this season, he's shown it. They also have some very talented true freshmen and experience with Quindary Witherspoon. He's a really good two guard that gets overshadowed in the, in the SEC. So. I think Mississippi State has what it takes to pull it out in the end. Sammy. Normally, I love the 5-12 upset. I, normally, I love it. You're not loving it this year? I, I don't see in this in this game, I really don't see the 5-12 upset. I think that Mississippi State, um, the talent will be the difference maker here. Um, now, um, I think Mississippi State's going to win this game. I think it would be maybe 10 points. Garrett. I'm going to echo both what Malik and Sammy said. I think it's going to be close for a little bit. Really good guard play. Mississippi State's going to carry the Bulldogs past Liberty. 
this could be one of those 512s people want to pick, but I think the Bulldogs are too skilled to experience. Joseph Tysick. Um I guess I'll give the opposite. I, I think Mississippi State's going to uh, give this away, but I'll give you reasons why Liberty wait, wait. could win this game. You think they're going to give this game away? So you're no, I think Liberty? I think they're going to they're going to win this game. I think Mississippi State's going to win. Oh, okay. Um, but I'll give the facts for why Liberty can win. I just talked about slowest pace offense. Liberty is the slowest pace offense in the country. They shoot super efficiently. They're almost they're above fifty percent from the floor from two pointers. They're almost forty percent from three. They're one of the best free throw shooting teams. So if it's a late in game and it's slow paced, it's close. If Liberty by chance has a lead with a couple minutes to go and they're shooting free throws, there's a chance that they could pull this off. I do agree with you guys though that Mississippi State, just talent wise, should win this game. But there is a chance that Liberty could do this. Yeah, and I'm gonna echo what Joey said there. Talent wise, it's just I think it's too much for Liberty to overcome. I think it's a clean sweep, Mississippi State, from the whole crew here. What's up, Garrett? Mississippi State shoots 55%, as Joey mentioned, adjusted field goal percentage. So, you know, down the stretch, being efficient offensively and using that guard play is going to help Mississippi State, you know, echoing what Joey just said. Yeah. Uh, moving on to the 413 matchup, Virginia Tech versus St. Louis. You can't. I'm picking Virginia Tech. This is not even going to be a close game. I wanted to say something to kind of get people on the edge of the seat, but I like Virginia Tech this year. Uh, I'm picking Virginia Tech. What you got, Malik? In the past five or six games, Virginia Tech, has they've been kind of sloppy. They've given up some games that could have given them a lead in the ACC. Their lead two-guard, Justin Robinson, has been hurt. I think he's coming back in this game. So they they have a clear advantage in this game from coaching <coughs> talent they have all the advantages i don't think there's going to be a 13-4 upset I'm oh sammy Tech. what you got i watched st louis and st bonaventure i watched that championship game st louis can't hit free throws they can't hit free throws what makes you think they're gonna go in and beat virginia tech virginia tech blowout yeah. city of st louis agreed garrett anything that stands out to you the Hokies shoot 39% from behind the long line. They got three guys who shoot. Actually, they got six guys who shoot above or close to 40% from beyond the long line. This should just be raining threes all day. The Hokies, I think, will dominate the Billikens. Joey, anything you want to chime in on? No, I'm, I'm going to throw in the same thing. I mean, anytime you have a good three-point shooting team in a tournament, they're always dangerous. Yes, they can, they can blow some games. But I don't think that's going to be against St. Louis. I, I also watched the St. Louis-St. Bonaventure game. They didn't look all that great. I think St. Bonaventure kind of threw that game away. And I just don't think that... I think St. Louis kind of lucked into the tournament, which is fun. It's cool. But uh, I don't see them beating Virginia Tech. I will say anybody who's uh, on NBA prospect watch, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, very good young guard for the Hokies. Definitely watch out for him. I could see him being a late first-round guy, a very value pick as well at the professional level. Moving on, it's the 6-11 matchup in the East region. Maryland at number 6 versus the winner of tonight's game the later game belmont and temple oh, oh can, can i can i set this up you want to set this up i want to set this i'll up. let you set this one up so i'm going to preface this by saying that one of the things i've noticed each and every year since they've had the first four in there there has been one 11 seed that has won or either an 11 or 12 seed has won one game in the ncaa tournament and i think that continues this year now, this is predicated on me thinking that Belmont's going to be Temple tonight. 
and I'm going to take Belmont over Maryland. Belmont shoots the lights out of the gym. I, I'm concerned about Maryland's inability to shoot effectively down the stretch. They get into a lot of foul trouble. They've turned the ball over quite a bit. They've really faded down the stretch in a very tough Big Ten. So I would take Belmont as the six eleven upset here, assuming Belmont wins. And even if, if and even if Temple still wins, I think this is a bad setup for Maryland. And I agree with you completely. I I have Belmont winning the game tonight, and I had Belmont beating Maryland in my bracket as well, um, for all the reasons that you just listed out. Malik, what you got in this one? I think Belmont does win, and I think they could be a very dangerous matchup for Maryland. But I feel like Maryland down low, they're four and five with Jalen Smith and Bruno Fernando. I think that will eventually be too much for Belmont, even with them being such a good shooting team. I think Maryland is good enough defensively to where they're going to lock down. 22nd ranked in the country in, in defensive efficiency. And, yeah, I think Maryland ends up getting this one. And I don't, in the end, I don't think it's close. I think they build a, a little bit of confidence, 14, right. 15 point win. Sammy. I'm torn in this because I thought I I, I can go to Joe if you want a couple more I minutes. Yeah, go to Joe. All right, Joe. All right, this one is another one that I really contemplated. It's sort of unfair because I have two different brackets in my family league, but that's just how it works. So I picked Maryland in one, Belmont in another. You gotta hit that so this is the finalized. I think everybody's going to get want the Belmont upset. They have NBA talent. I just think Maryland's going to figure it out. And if Maryland oh, figures it out, they are a good team. Hey, I said a couple weeks ago, Bruno Fernando is one of my favorite players to watch in the Big Ten. It's kind of exciting. And I just think that they're – I agree with Malik. I think their defense could really step up here, and all they got to do is get some baskets. And I think just, you know, playing in the Big Ten, grinding out games, that prepares you for the NCAA tournament. I think they're going to win this game. But I wouldn't be surprised if Belmont can figure something out. You know what? Um, Sammy, what's your in my you're bra- deciding in, in my here. bracket, I um, in my bracket, um, now it's subject to change here. Um, I had Maryland. But, but, Belmont is a, Belmont reminds me a little bit of Loyola Chicago a little bit. Ooh. Um, so. Hey, don't, don't bring in Loyola. <laughs> this is I a think, sacred team. You know what? I think Belmont's actually more talented. You know what? Okay, they, Joe. You know they what? They are. They are. You know what? Give me Belmont in this one. I'm taking Belmont to not only win against Temple, but also knocking off Maryland. I like it, Sammy. Yeah, You go big or you go home on this show. That's what we do. Moving on, it's the three fourteen matchup, LSU versus Yale. There's been a lot of people talking about LSU on upset alert against Yale. Absolutely. Sammy's waving at me. I think I think Garrett. Did you? I'm just going. No, I was Sam, Sammy. Sammy. What you, what you got to say on this one? I got Yale on this one. L- why is that? Why is that? Here's why. Watch LSU in Florida. LSU did not look very good. And, of course, their head coach is facing a criminal investigation. That's been a distraction oh, for LSU. Come on. Yes, it has. So I'm picking. And I, I really like what Yale has played. Um, I like I like this Yale team. They got some athletes. I think Yale's going to pull out the upset here against LSU. Listen, I I think they they aren't the same team without Will Wade. That's, it's clearly shown. They aren't led the same way. and They're not even together. And Yale, they played one hell of a game against Harvard. Yeah, I mean, yeah, they played a great game against Harvard last Sunday. They were hot. They were shooting it. They have serious, They have an NBA prospect at their power forward position. They have shooters at the guard position. They have a really good big man. But I just don't. 
I don't think at the end of the day they'll be able to. I'm going with LSU. I'm going with LSU. I'm going with LSU. You now, seem I, very disgruntled in that opinion. Yeah. I, I, I'm with. Yeah. That's not it's because yeah. you look at the from, confidence. From there the, is no confidence. From Garrett. the beginning of the season, they have been a team to look out for for me. Yes, and they. they Malik played, is trying to they, sell himself listen, on his opinion. They played above my expectations. No, no, Malik is right, but I will say this: I think this is going to be a very close game. Yale has good shooters. Yale plays a fast tempo offense. I agree. I think Skylar Mays, Javante Smart. Really solid guard play. I know Will Wade's not there, but still, Skylar Mays is a very promising young player that could have NBA caliber in the future. And Nasreed is a, yeah, yep, a stud prospect. Nasreed, very tenacious defender as well, too. My concern with LSU is they don't shoot very well from three, so if Yale guards that perimeter, forces them to take a lot of long That's shots. That's a big that thing be, in the tournament, And Garrett. that could be a major issue, but Emmett Williams coming off the bench, 60% oh, shooting from the field. You're so making that a is bad something. decision. So I'm going to go with the Tigers here. Garrett, 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 Garrett. <laughs> Garrett, look at me right now. All right, heart to heart conversation. You don't know quick. whether or not it's a bad decision. You don't know. I, I, you don't know. Believe you in Yale. Believe in Yale. I think I you're missing. I think you're missing a potential big upset that could really put the views from the sideline bracket to the next. Level. I remember when Yale scared Baylor. Well, they beat Baylor actually. They beat Baylor. Never mind. They beat Baylor. Never mind. Do you want to switch your pick? No. Garrett, you're still locked in on LSU. Locked in. I'm locked on Yale. Joey. I believe. Wait, 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 yeah, let me go let first. You go. I'll be the swing. I'm Yale. I'm with, I'm Sammy on this one. <laughs> I don't like LSU this year. There's too much distractions going on. They don't shoot the ball well from behind the perimeter. Yale is a solid perimeter defending team. I'm taking Yale. This is a perfect storm for Yale. Give me Yale. All right. So I get to be the swing vote the swing for once. Vote. I love this. Okay. Break so it down for us. Let's take a look at this. Yale, Ivy League school, always known for shooting threes. What kind of teams do I like to watch in the tournament? Teams that shoot threes and make threes, they're always on upset alert. LSU's got distractions. Thank they're you. having some issues, but they're too talented. LSU what? Is. <laughs> they're too talented. It's not going to matter. You know, a coach does do a lot, but I think deeper in tournaments is where the coach matters. Right now, it's just the, the players are the ones that play the game. The coach can only do so much at a time, and I think in this case, yeah, the talent is too much where it's not going to matter, LSU. But if, but if he's your emotional leader, your head coach is, to be on the, to be there with you guys, you know, then this team has been distracted enough. There's, it's not like his assistants aren't there though. There's a, yeah, there's also a chance that Florida and loss woke them up. They look so, they, they look disinterested. Or or guys. it's or it's the Florida loss shows that this team is not going to beat Yale. That's the that's they're not beat. That loss right there showed it's over. It's over. You guys, <laughs> you guys will thank me on Thursday. It's okay. You will thank me. Actually, no, you won't. You'll you'll be regretting <laughs> my by not taking my opinion. Or Sammy's. Moving on. Seven seed Louisville versus the ten seed Minnesota. Who wants this one first? I'm, um, yeah, Malik. Let's go, Malik. I do not trust Minnesota one bit. They have shooting droughts where they cannot hit a single three pointer. There are times where their offense, it looks like they don't run an offense. They just get sloppy. They look disinterested a lot of times. But there are also times where they'll just pull out a big win and play hard. They're too inconsistent for me. Chris Mack has been extremely impressive in his first season coaching at Louisville. Jordan Wara has turned into an NBA prospect, going from, I think, like four points a game his freshman year to 17 this year. When Louisville gets it going, they showed, even though they completely fell apart against Duke, this isn't a Duke matchup. They showed what they can do when they're running at all cylinders and they can get it going. Louisville. Sammy. 
this is a team that falls apart in a ton of games. Are you talking about Louisville? Louisville. Not about, I mean, you mentioned Duke. They almost lost to Clemson. And they also beat North Carolina. They could the game. And they beat MSU. And they beat your beloved Spartans. Let's be fair here. And that was because Foster Lawyer blew that game. <laughs> I mean, like, but um, I'm well, saying Foster Lawyer shouldn't be playing. But I think I think L, I think um, Louisville does win this game because Minnesota's big. I believe it's in concussion protocol. I believe that's what I've been hearing. Um, but I think that, and this is the Patino Bowl. This is oddly enough, this is the Rick Patino Bowl. <laughs> Because you have his son coach in Minnesota, and then you have um, Louisville, of course. Rick Pitino famously at Louisville. What a mark he's left on college basketball. Yeah, so. <laughs> He'll be back soon. But I think <laughs> He'll Louis- be back. But I think Louisville will win this game over um, Minnesota. Garrett, what you got? Going with Malik. This is easy. Uh, Chris Mack has done a heck of a job in his first season at Louisville uh, with basically a patchwork roster. Give me the Cardinals. This won't be close. Joseph. Minnesota is an exaggerated version of the Michigan Wolverines. Kind of where Malik said they can go in droughts, and they went in a drought against Michigan in the Big Ten tournament, yeah, and it looked it's, ugly. It's even worse. That's yeah. why I said it's exaggerated. Um, Minnesota is still one of my favorite like dark horses in the Big Ten, but Louisville, Garrett, you can check me if I'm wrong, but I believe they had the toughest schedule in the country. I know they're up there in toughest schedules. Um, so they've played a lot of tough teams. They are... They know how to play tough teams and big games, and I don't think they'll take Minnesota for granted. I think Louisville should win this game. Yeah, and I'm on board. It's a clean sweep. Louisville definitely had the tougher schedule. That was the biggest thing for me. Teams that go through tougher schedules usually pan out better in the tournament. Uh, the last round one matchup in the East region, Sammy's most hated team, the Michigan State Spartans. My most hated team? I love Michigan State. <laughs> The 15 seed Bradley. I'm just messing they're with gonna Sammy. They're going to blow out Bradley. It Bradley is going to win. No, so they're Sam- not. So Sammy is picking Bradley. If we have <laughs> no, they're not. If, if MSU loses, Sammy is buying us all lunch. Deal? <laughs> it's round one, M- Sammy. M- you know, T- I'm, I'm a trust your team. Trust your team. You got no faith in your team in round one? I do have plenty of faith in Michigan State, especially Cassius Winston, Nick Ward getting back healthy. I think that's going to be huge in this matchup. I think that Bradley's got they got. I know Bradley's got a very good player, um, but I just think Michigan State, the way that they're capable of playing, you know, they're going to be fine. Sammy, why don't you just come out and admit it already? You're going to have MSU as your national champion. Like, <laughs> wait, 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 this isn't Sammy, a secret. Sammy, don't don't say anything yet. Every game blowout. <laughs> but Garrett, what Michigan you got? State runs through everybody. <laughs> I'm not a, a Michigan State or Michigan guy, but victory for MSU. Give me the Spartans, Joseph. Last time the Michigan State was a two seed. I know. M T S U. Middle Tennessee State. Uh oh. I still remember the phone calls I got from <laughs> Bob Bridges on that. That ain't happening again. Michigan State's good. Thank They're you. gonna win this game. Thank you, Malik. Michigan State. I just want. I just wanted to say Bradley just to <laughs> switch it up. No, it's a clean sweep. MSU. <laughs> Uh, they're riding too much of a high right now. This team has such a chip on their shoulder at the perfect time. I think they're going to have a really deep run in the in the tournament this year. All right. West region, round one. Gonzaga versus the winner of F. Dickinson and Prairie View. A great Airfield matchup. Airfield Dickinson? Yes. Uh, Barely Dickinson, whatever. Yeah, same thing. Yeah. You know, that's, that's, that's a great matchup, guys. Um, Joey, you're picking the upset, right? No. Oh. 
you know, the uh, the playing game for this is pretty exciting. Two of the longest named schools in this tournament, I feel like. Early Dickens' first NCAA berth. That's Congratulations cool. to them for that. It's pretty they exciting. Hmm? They were in last year. No, they weren't. Yes, they were. They said, fairly, they said this was Fairly Dickens' first. Ja- all right, Garrett, fact anyway, check we'll yourself. Let, we'll let the stat guy get those. No fake news <laughs> yeah. in here. Stats. Gonzaga's winning. There's, yeah. There's yeah. no way. Guys, let's let's just save ourselves. Yeah, save ourselves. Yeah, yeah. We're going clean sweep, Gonzaga. Gonzaga. You should never pick the 16 over the 1. Unless hey, you Joe, way. Joe, you got to live way. life on the edge sometimes. No matter what. <laughs> Unless you're UMBC. One, what is it, 135 and 1? Unless yeah. you're UMBC. Malik, or Fair, you Fairleigh Dickinson has gone to the tournament six times. Oh. In their who history. Who first time since 2016. Yeah. Then it, there's a team that's their first is that their first time? I think ESPN made a mistake. Yeah, I, I remember so. seeing that. Yeah, I think they made it. I think so. The 8-9 matchup Ooh. in the West region. Ooh. Syracuse versus Baylor. Ooh. Baylor has been a big surprise you know, this season. I'll start this one off. Ooh. I'm never huge on Syracuse, but I always pick them in my tournament. I always pick them. And I'm just going to stick with it. Syracuse, for no other reason that I just always have them advancing at least one game in the NCAA tournament. Joey? Yeah, I'm with you. I think Syracuse is always dangerous in the tournament, no matter how good or bad they are in the season. When you play a zone defense that's that good, that nobody else can play, that's always super dangerous. And it throws a lot of teams off. We've seen Michigan State fall to it before. We've seen a lot of good teams fall to it, even when Syracuse isn't at their top level. And I think that's an X factor that they always bring into a game because so many zone defenses are, they're not very good on rotations. Syracuse works on it every single day. It's what they're known for, and it just makes them a dangerous team no matter what, no matter who you have to face. And I don't think that Baylor is good enough to deal with it. Garrett? Bayheim patented 2-3 zone. I think in some ways they can be too guard heavy. Uh, sometimes I do feel like they go as tie as battle goes. Former Michigan prospect, former Penn State guy, now landed at with the orange, but... I don't think this is going to be close. I think the Orange are going to, you know, beat up handily on Baylor. Oh, Sammy, what's your opinion on this one? You know, I'm going to attribute this to Mike Griffin, the coach, boys basketball coach at Sterling Heights. Um, he wants a Jim Behind style two three zone. Um, he did it at Lake Orion with the girls basketball team. He's doing it with the boys basketball team at Sterling Heights. So, and it's very hard to shoot against a, that type of two three zone, and a very athletic one. So, give me Syracuse, Malik. Doesn't matter whether they have Malachi Richardson, Michael Carter Williams, as long as they play that two-three zone, that tough with long athletic guys, and they have at least two shot creators. Syracuse is going to make it to the Sweet 16 usually, because teams aren't ready for it, and those few shot creators always figure out a way to push them ahead. Yeah. Yep. Can't. Syracuse. Can't. Yeah. Everyone's going Syracuse on this one. So that. So that means Mer- or Baylor's going to win this one. Uh, moving on. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. We have Marquette versus Murray State. I'm starting this one. <laughs> Garrett's starting this one. I hope, Garrett- you, I hope you start it right, because I'm oh, with yeah. you if you start it right. Start okay, it up. I'm, I'm with so, you. I'm going to preface this by saying bottom half of the bracket is usually where you see a lot of your 413, 5-12 upsets, and this is kind of going back to right around the 2010-2011 Final Four. I know there's a consensus that people want to pick Murray State. John Morant, obviously one of the two best players in the country, shooting 50% from the floor, eating a ton of minutes, a ton of time. 
they also gutted out a very good win against, I believe it was Belmont to try and get into the tournament. If you can barely beat Belmont, in my opinion, whoa, we're picking Belmont as an upset. Something to me still tells me that the experience that Marquette has with Marcus <laughs> Howard, Sam Hauser, they shoot well from three. This could be one of those games, but I think in the end, Marquette pulls this off. Way to start it off. Are you serious? You're going against Mark. You're going against Murray State. I'm going with the Fighting Jamarants. I am going with Murray State. In this game, listen. Marquette has fallen completely flat in the last two weeks of the season. Lose to Georgetown at home. Lose to Seton Hall. Lose in the Big East tournament. They have no momentum. Marcus Howard looks dead tired. He's just throwing up shots at this point, and not a lot of them are falling. The Hauser twins are basically the main reason why they're pulling out wins at this point. They don't have a lot. Besides them, they don't really have shot creators. I, I think Murray State wins this one. I think they win it handily, too. I'm going to say Murray State by double digits. Joey, what you got? This one's tough for me because if Marquette plays at their best, they should pretty easily win that's this game. That's a very – that's a that's right. an if. No, I very understand that. Um, but they do – they have gotten some rest. And I love the matchup between Marcus Howard and John Morant. That's going to be exciting. My only question for Murray State is if John Morant has a somewhat bad game, they're in trouble. He's kind of like their their guy. If he doesn't go, they don't go. Yeah. So that's the only concern. Like Marquette does have a little bit more depth with the Hauser boys and then uh, Marcus Howard. But, man, I want to go with Murray State. Just I'm going to go with Chris and go with the NBA prospect here. Thank you. And I'm going to go with Murray State upsetting Marquette. But although Marquette could, like, they could make a run. All right, in the 4-13 matchup, it's Florida State versus Vermont. They kept UMBC from getting back into the tournament. It hurt my heart. <laughs> it really did. Vermont put the smack down on UMBC. <laughs> yeah. Are you picking Vermont? No, Florida no. State. I'm picking Seminoles. Florida State. I think we're all yeah. picking the Seminoles. Florida State. One, right? Gary, you got anything you want to chime in on? Although Vermont is a good team, and they have – don't they have twins at their guards? I, I think that shoot so. shoot the lights out? I yeah. think so. They have a, they have a pretty Florida good State's team. Florida State's depth too I'll, much. I'll, I'll say yeah. this. Florida State's too big. I yeah. actually think Florida State could be a team that you secretly, if Gonzaga falls, this is a very good Florida State team, maybe better than what they were last year, and they lost arguably their best player in Terrence Mann <laughs> last year. I do think that this is a very good Seminoles team, and if you're filling out a bracket and you're looking for a non-number one seed, to make it to a Final Four, potentially, I would put the Seminoles in there. They're just completely balanced and played in a very tough conference and really persevered the last month or so of the season. I completely agree with you. Uh, let's lock in Florida State. Actually, Terrence Mann is still there. Sorry about that. Wow, Garrett. You are our fact checker. <laughs> Florida State moves on. Then number six, it's the six eleven matchup. It's Buffalo versus Arizona State. Or St. John's, the winner of that game, which happens tomorrow night at 9, 10 p.m. Joey, I've, I've heard you're a big Sun Devils guy. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not but, exactly. But I do think that Arizona State is going to beat St. John's. I think St. John's has really limped into this <laughs> tournament. I don't know. They kind of just miraculously made it in. I think Arizona State's a better team. And I think a lot of people will be sleeping on Buffalo because you know they're not a they're not a major conference and although early in the, although early in the season everybody was 
believe right. in they were kind of because they were winning. Yeah, right. And then game. you see some of their flaws. So I think people are going to still take Buffalo a little for granted here in this tournament. But I still think Arizona State has a good chance to upset them, and I think Arizona State's going to do it. Wow, that took a turn. I thought you were locking in Buffalo for sure. All right, Garrett. Buffalo is one of the most disciplined teams in the country. I love that seeing- means they're boring. That means they're not moving on. Hey, guess what? They blew out Arizona last year completely with all that five-star talent. Oh, wait. Are we? Are, is and this, Alonzo wait, 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 Trier, who wait, wait, wait. one of the best players on the Knicks wait, wait. right now. Is this tournament it, happening in 2018 or is this 2019? <laughs> they no, got better Chris, and brought Chris. back all of their players, though. Chris. Yeah, they Chris. got better, Chris. My, brackets, sense, my bracket says 2019. Yeah, my oh, bracket says okay. 2019. They got better and returned hey, every player. Hey, mine, yeah. mine, mine shows that as well. <laughs> Buffalo ranks top 10 in the country and in possession. They push the ball off the floor. C.J. Massenberg is, is arguably their best player. Dante Carruthers, they've got a few other guys that can really stretch the ball, shoot from there. Not as maybe good on the three-point line as I'd like for them to be, but they're deep, they're solid, and they have a local coach in Nate Oates who's leading those guys. Give me the Bulls all day. Give me Buffalo. Give me Buffalo. You know, I will, I'll, I'll chime in before I let Malik uh, chime in because I'm picking Arizona State. Oh, come on. I'm rocking with Joe on this one. Bobby Hurley. Bobby Hurley. And I want to give Malik. You're not real Duke fans. <laughs> Don't shout out Bobby. No, I'm not. Exactly. I want to give Malik the opportunity to be a swing vote and sway our opinions. But I'm locking in Arizona State. Who you got, Malik? Arizona State is a team that started out the season hot. They started gaining expectations. Lou Dortz has been one of the best freshman players in the country. Then they hit Pac-12 play, Pac-12. This is the worst Pac-12, Pac-10 in Pac-12. the past 20, yeah, 30 years. This conference has been terrible. Washington ended up coming out because nobody wanted to play up to any type of real standards. Arizona State has become a team that plays to their competition. If they play bad teams, they don't play very well. If they play really good teams, they step it up. I, I don't trust them. I don't trust them. They have talent, but they don't play hard consistently. And it seems like Bobby Hurley just kind of all his screaming and ranting up and down the sidelines. At times, it just seems like they're just like, uh, like, come on, coach. We're we're trying to play. We're trying to win. Like, calm down. I, I'm taking Buffalo. I trust them to win this game. I thought Oregon came out of the Pac-12. They won the tournament. They did win the. Yeah. They did win yeah, the, they tournament, won the tournament. But yeah. Washington was the guys. We need some upsets in this, man. Come on, we need some upsets. This is getting boring. Upsets are coming. Hope so. Upsets are coming. And moving at what we have, we're at the three fourteen matchup: Texas Tech versus Northern Kentucky. I like Texas Tech this year. I really do. I think they're a strong team. I'm locking in Texas Texas Tech. I I like them in this matchup, but I don't trust Texas Tech going forward. Why is that? I just don't trust them. I mean, you got a team in Buffalo, you know what I mean? And we'll talk next round about this, yeah. but but I just think that any time I just don't trust Texas Tech cuz at times they get they got they might have some issue get offensively. Complacent. They get complacent, yes. Malik Texas Tech has a top 10 NBA prospect in Jared Culver. Maybe that's why I like They're extremely work well coached and they're they play hard. They have some really good shooters and some depth. Texas Tech Give me the Red Raiders, uh, as Malik mentioned, a very deep, very balanced team. They got three guys shooting at or above 40% from behind the long line. Uh, Matt Mooney is going to be a guy to watch out for in this tournament. I think he could really break out for the Red Raiders, so this should be no issue whatsoever. Joe, rocking the same? Northern Kentucky almost lost to OU. 
Yeah. yeah. They did lose the OU early in the year. Texas Tech. <laughs> they did lose the Oakland early in the year. Uh, this is actually one of my favorite matchups in the first round. Nevada versus Florida. I want to start on this. I'm going to let Malik start on this one just because I feel like he should. <laughs> what you got, Malik? <laughs> Nevada is a, is a team that I, I don't know if I want to touch Nevada right now. Really? They Why come, is that? They end the season on a bad note. Utah They're the weirdest State, team in the country. Utah State <laughs> takes hold of the whack and wins that conference. Nevada's fighting them in the in the locker room. They depend on three guys, basically the Martin twins, and I forgot the other Jordan Caroline. Yeah, and Jordan Caroline. Besides them, it seems like they have depth, but they don't have confidence in the rest of their team. They depend on those three guys. This is a team that is a top ten team when they're playing at their highest, but they've shown so many flaws to where it seems like they don't want to play as a team on a consistent basis. And it seems like they peaked too early. I'm going with Florida. Really? Florida's playing hard. They're playing like a team. They beat LSU in the SEC tournament. They they believe in themselves. They believe that. Yeah, I you still picked LSU game. to win. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Sammy, what you got? I got Nevada because now, yes, you said about the infighting, you know, but it sometimes brings a team together. And and I think, you know, Nevada, as mentioned, as you mentioned, Malik, when they're on their best, they're a top 10 team. And Nevada has been ranked in top 10 during the season. So give me the Wolfpack in this one. I think Nevada will be too much for Florida. And I think, as mentioned, those twins are going to take over this, this, this that game. G-Man. Florida's been on a tear. They've been one of the hottest teams in the country. They were 3-12 and this year against teams in the top 50 with the net, but at the same time, look at the conference they played in. Uh, unfortunately, they hit Kentucky, Tennessee, LSU. It seemed like they hit them all at the wrong time if you're a Gator fan. I want to go with Nevada. I, I like Nevada, but I am going to go with the Gators here. I, I do think that that defense is going to be very, very strong and very precise. The only thing that could bite them in the butt, though, Nevada only averages 10 turnovers a game. They have a very good ability to control the basketball, and if they can get that going, getting shooting, you know, there could be some problems there, but give me the Gators. If Nevada doesn't play good team basketball, Florida will take advantage of every mistake they make. Joey. Florida's another one of those big defensive teams. They slow down a lot of guys. They also cause a lot of turnovers, so that'll be an interesting matchup to see. You know, Nevada doesn't turn it over, but Florida makes teams turn the ball over. With Nevada being basically three guys being their scorers and Florida being a very heavy defensive team that are really good at getting out on the perimeter, stopping guys from getting shots. If they at all start to stop any the Martin twins or Caroline, it's going to be really tough for Nevada. And I'm kind of with uh, Garrett here where I want Nevada to win, but I just think Florida is the better team right now. I think the SEC has really surprised, surprised me personally, but I think a lot of people are surprised about how strong the SEC has been this season. So I think uh, just with that strength of schedule, I think Florida's going to win this game. You know, I had Nevada picked in my bracket, but you guys bring up actually a lot of really good points that I could definitely see Florida knocking off Nevada. Moving on. 215 matchup. Michigan, Montana. Was this a rematch last year? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I know Malik is going to start this one off with picking Montana. And then... <laughs> 
Just what you got, Malik? Really? Michigan. No, you're not even. There's no. There's no breaking this one down. It's just Michigan. Yeah. It's gonna be a blowout, big time. That means you just jinxed. And, and let me guess. Sammy's gonna go Montana. He's gonna say Michigan's a fraud, <laughs> and Montana's going to the Sweet Sixteen. I already know this. Are you, Sammy? Are you questioning me? Yes. Um, you know, I actually thought about the upset here. Of course you did. I thought about it. Of course but you then did. again, I just decided to, um, why not give Michigan a chance to move on to the next round? Just give me Michigan. Garrett. Go blue. Go blue. Montana lost by 26 to Creighton. <laughs> that's their, moving that's on. their notable <laughs> game. Good. Good. Mo- Good. Moving on Good to the Midwest. Takes. Yeah. Yeah. Takes. Moving on to the Midwest region. Nothing more can needs to be said after that. Uh, we'll start with the one sixteen matchup. It's North Carolina, who probably is the favorite for right now to win the national championship, uh, versus number sixteen seed Iona. Should I pick Iona? No, for the sixteen seed match. No, Come, but Sammy, hear me out. No, no, right. no, 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 hear me, no, no. Hear me oh, out. Hear there me is out. No hearing me. Hear out. me out. UMBC was Six, a once wait, in a lifetime listen, experience. Listen, listen. Six, 16 seeds are riding a hot wave right now. Virginia had, game DeAndre, Virginia had DeAndre Hunter out. They, listen, come on now. Come on, listen. We can get to our 116 oh, upset in the next one where Sammy's going to pick Gardner-Webb. <laughs> I'm just messing. I got North Carolina. It was Gardner-Webb. No, North Carolina. Gard- Gardner-Webb is the team that's making their first NCAA appearance. Yeah, there that's, that's what it was. Yeah. And I don't think we need to really break this one down. It's North Carolina. Yeah. Uh, moving on, eight nine matchup. It's Utah State versus Washington. Joey, start 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 us off on this one. This is a good matchup. Utah State is hot right now, and Washington is limping into this tournament. I think Utah State just has too much firepower. I think Utah I State's going to win this game. Yeah, I agree with you completely. Utah's hot. Washington is not at all. You ride the hot team in this situation. Utah State ride me. Utah State. Garrett, I'm going to go with the Aggies. Utah State. Yep. Clean slate here. Malik, do you have any opinion on this one? I think there is a chance Washington surprises. They they coasted through the Pac-12 and lost in the championship to Oregon, which was surprising. So they coasted until they weren't, and that was a disappointing loss. But Washington still has a chance. People shouldn't sleep on them, but I'm also taking Utah. You know, a team that I think people should not sleep on this year is Auburn. I like Auburn this year. I think they're a dark horse to make some noise. Only thing that really stinks is that they play in the same – uh, region as North Carolina. But I like Auburn in this one against New Mexico State. They play New Mexico State as a 12 seed. I don't think this one's going to be close personally. I'm riding Auburn by a lot. Malik? Auburn's guard play is out of this world right now. Jared Harper set the SEC on fire. Their forwards are playing really good. Austin Wiley is healthy now. He was a five-star big man coming into Auburn. Bruce Pearl has them rolling right now. What they did to Tennessee, nobody expected that. They're, they're or I mean, uh, Sammy War Eagle, Joey. I really think New Mexico State's going to give them a scare. Of course you do. I think Auburn is a hot team, but I think New Mexico State is another one of those like twelve seeds that has the most chance, the highest possibility of making an upset here. So it's something you got to watch out for. I do think that Auburn is too good right now that they're going to pull this off. But don't be surprised if New Mexico State makes it close. They almost beat Kansas earlier on in the season. All right, guys. Oh, you got something? I didn't make my pick yet. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with Auburn. I, I'm going to go with Auburn. Uh, I'm with Joey, though. It could be close because yeah. New Mexico State does push the ball. 
Uh, and that could go against the Bruce Pearl defense. They like to slow things down, be tenacious, you know, make you stretch the shot clock out. But War Eagle. <laughs> War Eagle. Um, I think I found my new Loyola. It's Northeastern. Chris, listen. I'm Chris picking Pat- Northeastern that is my to first knock big off upset. Kansas. <laughs> that is my first, first big upset. Big upset. Give me Northeastern. <laughs> yeah, give me Northeastern. We're trying this one out. I'm not even letting Joey say a word unless it's Northeastern. Joey, what do you have to say? Kansas has a lot of injuries going on right now, but I still think they're going to win. That's a four to one vote. Northeastern is the Loyola of 2019. I'm not saying all that. I'm saying they win this game. Yeah, we'll get to it. <laughs> Northeastern. What a team. What a team. <laughs> what a team. <laughs> hey, uh, we'll, we'll take this into account. You know, their abbreviation is N-E. New England? Patriots? <gasps> oh, boy. Patriots of the tournament? Connects. It oh all boy. comes together. <laughs> oh, dear. It does. Well, it was fun while it lasted. But uh, moving on. Six seed Iowa State versus 11 seed Ohio State. I think I'm going to get a lot of slack for this one. I'm picking the upset. I'm picking oh, Ohio what? State. And for no reason, Listen. for no reason. Please. I can respect that because that's, that's a feeling. I can it's respect a feeling. that. It's ju- I have n- There's no logical basketball reason for me to pick Ohio State in this game. Except deep down, I think the Buckeyes just pull it out. <laughs> Chris, leave. While I feel like they, they, Chris, should, they shouldn't be in the NCAA tournament with Caleb Weston on that team. They play. They are a much better basketball team. I, I agree with all They've pushed a lot of, of teams. They've gotten a few guys going from the <laughs> three-point line, like Justin Aaron's true freshman. With Caleb Weston on the court, they're a much better basketball team. There is a chance they pull this off, but Iowa State is hot. They just won the Big 12 tournament. I'm going to Iowa State. Something. I no. <laughs> Iowa State blows out Ohio State. State. Cyclones. Something you got to take into account is that Chris has been to Ohio one too many times oh, recently, oh. and that's probably part of it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if only if only the Cavaliers could give uh could give Ohio State that that edge there because oh I don't know they'd be if only they had the young boy Colin Sexton exactly but no Iowa State's got four guys in double figures wait Joey they, they pass the ball very well Iowa give me the Cyclones I'm going, going with Iowa State okay going to Iowa State they're my team earlier on uh, when we were picking underrated teams Malik went with LSU I went with Iowa State three fourteen matchup it's Houston versus Georgia State Sammy you got this look in your eye like. Ron Hunter. It's Ron Ron. Oh, God. Ron Hunter. Ron Hunter. But Ron Hunter's going home uh, early <laughs> on. I got Houston. <laughs> Garrett. Give me Houston. Actually, we're in bare feet right now. Tribute to Ron Hunter. <laughs> hey, I'm going to go with the Georgia State upset. Oh. Just because I like Ron Hunter. I'm, I'm going with that, that Georgia State magic again. You talk about feelings? They shoot threes. Joey? They shoot threes. I can't remember his first name, but Simons for Georgia State is a star. He's going to be an NBA player. Do you remember a few years ago, R.J. Hunter? They shoot the ball. They're athletic. I'm taking Georgia State over here. Let's go, Chris. Be the, be the swing. <laughs> this could be our Loyola Chicago. Here's the thing, guys. In my personal bracket, I really like Houston. But I'm a man of the people. <laughs> and when I see a prime opportunity, <laughs> Ron Hunter. Give me Ron Hunter. <laughs> Let's it's go. Georgia State. Moving on. And Garrett, Garrett you sulks okay? in you the corner. You right? <laughs> Sometimes it's just a feeling, Garrett. You'll know. <laughs> Moving on. Oh my god. <laughs> the seventh seed. 
Warford versus 10 seed Seton Hall. Garrett, you look like you need to talk about a different matchup here. Can you can you elaborate on this? Wa- one? Wofford's one of the best shooting teams in the country from three and from just the field. They handle the ball very well. They don't turn it over. Fletcher McGee really impressed me this year how he's rallied that Wofford Terrier squad. Give me the Terriers. See, I like Fletcher McGee just because his name sounds cool. But I'm picking Fletcher Seton Hall. McGee. But I'm picking Seton Hall. I got I got the pot. I got Seton Hall. Moving on. Oh, come on. Come on. Joey. I love the way the Seton Hall has been playing lately. Uh, unfortunately, they lost the tournament uh, to Villanova, but they've knocked off Kentucky. They've just looked really good. I think that they, I mean, if they get to the next round and they have to play Kentucky, there could be things that happen. Whoa. <laughs> I will say, though, that that Kentucky, you would be right there. Um, seven seeds. When they get there, especially teams that play hot, seven or ten seeds seem to knock out, you know, teams. So, that Joey, you locked in Wofford? Seton Hall. Oh, listen. Garrett's got me confused. This is one of the most interesting matchups of the first round to me because there is a player that has Kimba Walker, Shabazz Napier-type tournament. Okay, let's, let's, let's slow potential. our Malik, 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 Malik. You clearly haven't watched Miles Powell this season. Hate it. That's a bad take. Miles Powell from New Jersey, East Coast boy, handle, deep range. Stop. He's 6'2". He has every bit of skill that you want in a guard. He has every bit of skill that you'd want to make a run in the tournament and just surprise everybody. Fletcher McGee and Wofford can shoot the lights out. But I'm going with Seton Hall. Garrett's Garrett's done. Uh, he's had a good show. He will be leaving. Crazy us things at the hour happen break. in the tournament, Garrett. Crazy things happen. The this two- could be the best first round game. You think? I think so. And then we have the two fifteen matchup: Kentucky versus. Abilene Christian. Abilene, Abilene Christian. Abilene Christian. Don't, don't disrespect yeah, Abilene I don't know Christian. That. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wait. 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 Don't disrespect them. Pick them. First what tournament? kind of jump is Pick that? First, first, first tournament. So what? I said their name wrong. Pick them. Yep. Pick them. First, first tournament. Abilene Christian. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> Kentucky's gonna blow. All right. Yeah. Can we close. just? Yeah. Let's just. That's a Kentucky win. Moving on. Let's just move on. Abilene to- Christian. <laughs> Stop it. Lost to Texas Tech by thirty-four. Nice. Nice. Uh, our last round one region, the South region, start with Virginia. I don't trust Virginia. Of you course have, you don't. Are you picking Gardner Webb? Hey, Sammy, take a look at your bracket. Look down there. What does that say? <laughs> does that say 2018? No, it doesn't. It says what does it say? Thank you. I still don't trust Virginia. Even though Virginia, I think, will beat hey, Gardner Sammy, Webb. Can you, can you do me a favor and pick Gardner Webb? <laughs> I will give you $20 if you pick Gardner Webb. You know what's gonna happen? Oh, that's good. Web. You know what's gonna happen in this Wait, game? Can we get in on this? You know what's gonna happen in this what? game? It is going to be 15-15 with about 13 minutes left in the first half. And yes. everybody's gonna be like, oh, oh, upset alert. And the Virginia is going to take the life out of Gardner Webb. <laughs> no, it's gonna be Gardner Webb scores the first Listen, basket. Yeah. And people are gonna freak this out. This game is gonna be like 82-42 Virginia. Yeah, let's And that, those first say. six minutes of the first half, people won't remember it. Gar- Gardner Webb is going to make it a fight in the beginning, and everybody's going to get scared. Except Virginia, be, own, yeah, Virginia yeah. owns the fact they lost. Virginia is going to take their They souls. ain't going to lose twice, no. unfortunately. Yeah, we're picking Virginia. I'm not even taking any more 
questions on this one. Kyle Guy uh, might put 40 on Gardner-Webb just because. Then we got the 8-9 matchup, Ole Miss versus Oklahoma. Malik, what you got? These are two interesting teams. Oklahoma has been up and down. They've shown qualities of being a really good team, but they haven't been able to really put a stamp on it at any point. Ole Miss is also like that. They've they've played some really, really competitive <laughs> games against top teams in the SEC. Kentucky, Tennessee. They had a chance to beat Tennessee at home, but they couldn't pull it out in the end. I feel like Ole Miss has a little bit more to win this game. I'm going with Ole Miss. Give me Mississippi. Garrett. This one, I'm I'm up in the air with this, boys. I'm uh I'm probably just gonna go with the crowd here. I really can't make up my mind. All right, wait, wait. before you do that, if you're really, let me, I got Oklahoma. Joey, what you got? Ole Miss. Oh, wait, way to be anticlimactic. I don't. I feel like Oklahoma just shouldn't even. Well, really sorry, be in I, the re- I stole your thunder there, Garrett. I apologize. I thought Joey was gonna be cool for once. Then we got the five twelve matchup: Wisconsin versus Oregon. I'm picking Oregon. This is going to be one this of is, the... This is going to be a... I like Oregon to go to at least a Sweet 16 in this one. What? In I, this I, I did it. I, look, I, listen, look, listen. look, look, Chris. <laughs> Tell him, Garrett. Please. Please. Hey, hey. Listen, listen, in, the words listen. Of, in the words of Malik Hill, crazy things happen in the tournament. They do. No, no. They, they, they do. do. Not, they do. Not for teams like this. No. Not for an Oregon team that look, has looked absolute you guys, trash. You got, they looked like absolute trash when they lost their best player in Bull Bull. Okay, the seven foot, you know, the Listen, seven foot center. Don't that you can ever make it say rain. Bull Bull's name in vain? They managed. Don't you ever. They managed to win a horrible Pac-12 tournament. Yes, without their best player. Ethan Happ is going to bludgeon this team. <laughs> this game is going to be so yes. ugly. Curran gonna, Iverson <laughs> and Ethan Happ. This game are, is going to be like fifty-three to forty at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Ethan Happ is gonna can't win. shoot free throws for Thank you, Sammy. I'm telling you, Oregon's going to pull off the upset. Eighteen and ten. Down low, nobody can stop Ethan Happ. Nobody Ethan Happ can't shoot free throws. They're just going to have to foul him. It doesn't matter. They're just going to fuck him and foul him. Wisconsin's had the third toughest schedule in the country this year. They're battle-tested. Exactly. This is a senior-laden team. They might not be as good on uh, up top at the guard play, but their forwards are lean, athletic, prototypical wing players Wisconsin. on Wisconsin. It's 2-2. Sammy and I rocking with Oregon. Garrett and Malik rocking with Wisconsin. Whew. Joey is a Big Ten slappy. I think I know where this is Chris, headed. Oh my lord. Oregon. <laughs> if if Oregon had bull bull, Joey, it might if, have swung the Joey, difference. Joey, Joey, Joey. Big here's, ifs. here's the thing you have to look at. Okay. He's still on the roster sheet. So when they look when the other team gets the roster sheet, they're like, Listen, bull, bull. is Peyton Pritchard going for fifty? Is and that then they, Malik, Malik, Joey and I are having a And then they look right next now. to it and they realize injured. Oh, we're fine. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Just give it to Ethan and yeah, move. I, yeah, yeah, I think Ethan Hap's just gonna destroy this game. <laughs> Wisconsin. <laughs> now, if you want to come back to oh me boy. for this next matchup. Oh, boy. Kansas oh State boy. versus UC Irvine. Joey Tysick with the hot take alert. Okay. I feel like we're going to completely differ on this one. The coolest mascot oh, in all of the NCAA tournament. The UC Irvine Anteaters. That is wrong, okay, but, but, actually. But seriously. <laughs> it's wrong. They run a slow the, pace. The banana slugs of UC Santa Cruz are the best mascot in the country. Um, Malik, you beat. <laughs> can you look down at your bracket real quick? Yeah, yeah. Are, are they on this bracket? It. No, they're not, but. Mm, well, <laughs> unfortunate. Well played. Anyway, um, but no, UC Irvine, I think, has a really good chance in this game, and I'm going to pick them because of it. 
they have the slow, methodical pace that they can slow people down. Kansas State is going to play without their best player, most likely. And I just have a feeling. You know, it's one of those things. I, I think Kansas State is probably the better team, but UC Irvine, they slow the pace down. They shoot the ball well. I think there's upset potential here. If Dean Wade played the entire season, Kansas State, I think they would have ran away with the Big 12. When he's playing, they're a phenomenal team. When he's not playing, they're still a good team. I think they're too good for UC Irvine. I don't trust Bruce Weber in this tournament. I really don't trust him. Give me you, give me the ant eaters. Oh, <laughs> I, I think I think everybody. I think Malik is absolutely a thousand percent correct. People sleep on this Wildcat team. Dean Wade has been hurt. I believe it's Bryce Brown, is it or Barry Brown? I believe Barry it's Brown. Barry Brown. Yeah. yeah, Barry Brown is still as good, <laughs> if not slightly better, than Dean Wade. Bruce Weber's going to have these guys ready. There was a reason last year they were in the Elite Eight, and I think they're. I think they're a better team. Back there. Yeah, yeah, and I think they're a better team. So give me Kansas State. Okay, I'll be honest. I always sleep on Kansas State almost every year, <laughs> and they they get me almost every year as well. But Chris, just think about this: the ant eaters, or do you want another wildcat to go forward? How unoriginal! You know, we got to break it. When you break these down, when it's two two and tied, you got to go for the craziest reasons. Joey, have you ever watched High School Musical? <laughs> Many times, yes. Don't disrespect the Wildcat, okay? <laughs> Get your there's, head in the game. There's too many. <laughs> Kansas State. There's too many Wildcats you know, to go I'm gonna around. Be, I'm going to be honest with you. I was on board with you completely <laughs> until they brought up the high school musical debate and told you to get your head in the game. Give me Kansas State. I Come was on. To- I was totally going oh, anteaters God. until he said that. Get your head in the game. I'll be fair. That's a good argument. <laughs> Troy, is Troy Bolton playing uh, for Dean Wade? If he, he was, this, this whole <laughs> tournament be. would be over. Six yeah. eleven um, matchup: Villanova versus St. Mary's. Um, I reluctantly picked Villanova in this one, and Sammy picked St. Sammy, Mary's. I feel like we're gonna agree. Villanova. Oh, Villanova. That I did the V there. The V. I thought it was. Villanova. I thought that you do. Yeah. St. Mary's would be St. Mary's cross St. Mary's. Cool. Malik, what you got? I don't trust Villanova. Yeah, I was reluctant to pick them. <laughs> they improved from their early season struggles. They went on a hot run. Phil Booth is the best player. No, he's the second best player in the Big East behind Miles Powell. But I I still don't trust this team. I just don't do it. You rocking with St. Mary's? I'll let Gary I'm going with swing. Villanova. No! <laughs> and there it is. I'm going with St. Mary's. I'm going with Villanova. That doesn't matter because it's 3 I know, I know, but I wanted to get that in there. St. Mary's. Oh, that doesn't matter. I feel like oh. Phil Booth. On go Villanova. Phil Booth, Eric Pass, them them two, they'll, they'll get it. By the way, you're disrespecting my boy Marcus Howard by saying that that other schlap from Fleeton Hall is the second best Don't player. you. Marcus Howard has had a great season. He, he really has. But I think Miles Powell is That's better disrespect. overall player. Better overall player. You know, I know you guys are a bunch of Big Ten slappies, but outside of Big Ten slappies, I think Old Dominion's a good upset pick. No. Why, Sammy? Let's see. Do they have an answer for Carson Edwards? Do they have an answer for is that? Carson Edwards? Sometimes Carson Edwards an... shoots himself out oh, of the listen. game. Oh, Do they have an answer for yeah. that big guy who goes like a cuckoo train there? Do they have an answer for that guy? Who's not as good as Isaac Haas? No. He's not, but he's still a good player. Still a good player. He'll go he should hard be better. at Matt Harms like that, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going for Purdue, man. I think yeah, Carson Carson around. Edwards, this is his time to get back on track. Travion Williams has turned that team around since the midseason. He's a real good presence down low. And Matt Harms, his energy really turns them up. And, yeah, 
think they get that. I want to go Joey on this one. Joey, I, I feel like we're riding the same wavelength on this one. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those ones that uh, it's more of a feeling, I guess. But I just, I don't like the way that Purdue has played recently. Carson Edwards has been really inefficient. We keep thinking that he's going to turn it around, and he hasn't. Old Dominion, you know, they play a slower-paced offense again, and I feel like that really hurts Carson Edwards. I feel like he wants to get out and run a little bit, and I don't know. It's just one of those things. Old Dominion did beat Syracuse. They beat in VCU, so those are some solid teams. I mean, they're not Big Ten caliber teams, but I think there's a way. Obviously, Purdue with harms in the middle, that size could disrupt them a bit, but I'm going with Old Dominion. Give me Old Dominion as well. Oh Garrett, my, you oh, are the oh, swing vote. Oh, my God. Really? <laughs> like, this isn't even a question. Garrett, Carson Edwards thing. is the best player in the Big Listen, Ten. Like, but that's what now. you said Listen, going Cassius into the Big Winston's Ten tournament. Carson Cassius said Cassius Winston might be a top five player in the Big Ten. Might be. Cash, oh, it's oh a boy. shame that Cassius Winston Cassius even is better than Carson Edwards. Cassius is better than Let's Carson Edwards. Forget Carson Edwards if Klein gets going. Yes, if Ryan Klein does get he going. He can shoot a team yes. out of a game by yep. himself. To yep. be fair, I had Purdue, I have Purdue in my official bracket, but I just wanted that for some controversy. <laughs> Purdue moves on. Yes. And then 7-10 matchup, Cincinnati versus Iowa. I love Cincinnati this year. Give me Cincinnati. Dan Columbus. Um, give me Cincinnati. I'm going with Jerron Cumberland in that team, the brother of Javen Cumberland. Or cousin? Is it cousin? cousin. It might be cousin. cousin of, okay, yeah, cousin. You got the Oakland but shirt. Yeah, on. I think Cincinnati, they're they're too I think they're too tough for Iowa. I think if Iowa doesn't get their three pointers going from the outside, they it showed against Michigan. When their shots fall, they're a really hard team to beat. But when they're average shooting to bad shooting, uh, they're not that tough. They start to fade away. Are we clean sweeping Cincinnati on this one? Joey? Yes. Okay. Yep. And and I will say this. They can rebound very well as well. Keith <laughs> and Williams. that's huge down. in the tournament. Uh, and then the two fifteen matchup, it's Tennessee versus Colgate. I'm locking it in. Tennessee, man. Give me Rocky Colgate. Rocky top. Yeah. Colgate Rocky toothpaste. No. <laughs> Let's go. You gotta rock the they missed a the big opportunity so there, so Tennessee. Give me Rocky Top. I will say top. this. I, I will say this, though. <laughs> Only reason I'm going with Tennessee because I love the name Admiral Schofield. One best, of the best name in college basketball. Get, probably the best name in college basketball. Him and Grant Williams are Tennessee's got there. a really nice song, and they go like, "Oh, the live long day." Da, da. Yeah. I mean, That's Tennessee. They have Admiral Schofield, song. one of the best names in college basketball, and then they have Grant Williams, most one of the most old school basic names. Yeah. Old school big man. in college basketball. On to the round of thirty-two, Duke versus UCF. Let's not Duke. even wait, let's save some time Zion. for everybody listening. Duke, 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 Duke. Taco. Taco. Are you picking taco? I, I, no. I, I hope to the basketball god Zion dunks on Taco Fall. That's <laughs> <laughs> rude. On to the next. Taco Fall has taken a lot of time to develop his talent. And I, I appreciate that. But I would, man, it will be a I would feel so bad for him. It's Mississippi State, the five seed versus Virginia Tech, the four seed. I'm rocking Virginia Tech on this one. Hokies. Oh my. Okies. I can't wait to see this ACC rematch. Virginia Tech. You're just a hater. <laughs> now. On the ACC. No, I'm kidding. No, I said I'm excited oh, no, to sorry, see this. Sorry, 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 sorry. 
I mean, I don't like the ACC just because they're similar to the SEC in football, but I mean, they're good. Now, this should have been one of the more exciting games, but you guys decided to not put Yale through. So it's I have Belmont, Belmont versus LCU. I have Belmont or LSU. I'm picking Belmont because I thought LSU wasn't even going to win the first game. Give me Belmont, Joey. I forgot Belmont won the. I had Yale. I, I still have Yale. Yeah, me too. I got Yale. Joe? LSU is just too wow. talented. They're not that talented. I think I think they are. What do you mean they're not that talented? <laughs> <laughs> they're not that talented. Believe me. And once, believe me. once they get past Yale, the, the coaching thing is really, I don't think it's going to matter as much. If they have to face Maryland, I think that could actually be Sammy, sorry a little to bit you tougher. Off, but Sammy, did you pick LSU or Belmont? I picked um, Belmont. Okay. Garrett. See, this is tough because I, I I wish we knew the team that they were playing against. That way it's easier. But I don't know. I'm a huge fan of Skylar Mays. Give me LSU. Ugh. Malik? LSU. Of course you're picking LSU. Uh, Louisville versus MSU. Rematch. Rematch. Give me Rematch. Michigan State. I'm high on Michigan State this year. As long as Foster Lawyer doesn't play, give me Michigan State. Yeah, I actually, I agree with that take. Louisville. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I, I've, I've thought about it before because I, I would love to just make shirts that said, MSU lost to Louisville twice and then wear one to the Breslin Center. You would like to do that? Yes. In, oh, a, season where, in a season where Louisville looks like utter gutter trash. <laughs> I think this game... All depends on, and the rest of the games that they play, it all depends on whether Matt McQuaid keeps this up. Early in the season, he couldn't shoot like this. Everybody expected him to. He starts to get it rolling later on in the season. Mm-hmm. Matt McQuaid has to keep shooting the lights out. He's a senior. This is his time. He continues to shoot the lights out. Michigan State wins. Joey, you're picking uh, at Louisville, right? I think I agree. I agree with Malik where – uh, the biggest thing, though, with McQuaid is that they've finally given him more opportunities. You saw in the Big Ted Tournament final, you know, I think he shot, what, 12 threes or something like that to get there. So they're obviously giving him the green light a lot better. I think he's, his confidence is rising. This game is the key game for Michigan State to determine how far they're going to go in this tournament. I think they either get stopped by Louisville, or if they win this game, they could have enough to make it to the Final Four. Louisville scares me. They have, like I said, they have a very tough schedule. They've played a lot of good teams. They have struggled down the stretch recently, but they still have played a lot of good teams. That's just something to watch out for. They already beat Michigan State earlier on on in the season, so they have that confidence going into this game, knowing that they can beat Michigan State. But I think Michigan State's going to come out on top because of how tough and tenacious that Xavier Tillman has played down the stretch. I think his rebounding is going to be huge in this game. Moving on. Oh, Garrett. Yeah. I also wanted to say, too, Michigan State's got that built-in depth. And being that Aaron Henry can log you some minutes and play just fine, they can ease Nick Ward back in. Also, a lot like what Malik said about Matt McQuaid, Kenny Goins has shot very well from behind the three line as well. And in this tournament, you have guys that can shoot from three, and you've got good depth. You generally go very far in the tournament. So, Kenny Goins is going to really have to step up and fill in that void for Kyle Arns. Moving on to the West region, it's Gonzaga versus Syracuse. Sammy, start us off on this one. It wouldn't surprise me if Syracuse upset Gonzaga. Really? It really wouldn't because that 2-3 zone. I it think really wouldn't Gonzaga, surprise me. Gonzaga has the players to outshoot that zone. They they really do. But I still got Gonzaga winning, though. 
but I think it wouldn't surprise me if they upset Syracuse. <laughs> Everybody Zags. picking Zags? I think I think they break that that zone, and then they, I think they coast the rest of the game. I, I want to agree with Sammy. I think it's a possibility. I don't think it's going to happen. But we've seen this defense slow teams down, and they don't know what to do. Gonzaga is the highest scoring team in the country. I think Gonzaga is the is with the you team. slow the pace. Gonzaga, on is, Gonzaga. That, is the perfect team to know how to attack that zone. With Rui in the middle, Gary Clark down low catching lobs. You got yeah, the guards I, I, hitting threes. I think by the I think yeah. I think by the second seven. half, Mark Few will figure it out. But I'm just saying, it slows the pace down. It it just makes games harder. I don't think Gonzaga is going to have like a big problem with it, but there's a possibility. Murray State. Oh, yes. What Malik said earlier about Gardner-Webb and Virginia, be the same exact way with this. With like two minutes left, in the first half, Syracuse might be up by like four. Maybe by like three or four, everybody's going to freak out about Gonzaga. Then Gonzaga's just going to wipe their, you know, just wipe them off the floor by 20. Yeah. Just because that, that zone is difficult. But when you have Rui Hachimura, when you have Zach Norvell, Josh Perkins, exactly. you're going to win games. Murray State versus Florida State. I'm, going, I'm rocking with the Seminoles. I'm going Murray State. You're going Murray State. See, I fell. I usually fall into that trap of picking the NBA prospect, but not this year. I got too much depth. Um, Florida State's best player comes off the bench. Um, I got to give Florida State. G. Florida State jo- by oh. 50. Oh, I like it. <laughs> wow. By 50. I think Florida State doesn't have the offensive firepower to Blow out yeah, a team I, by 50. I, I don't think, but I think they, they don't have all no. that. I think they're too big and athletic that, you know, they could stop John Morant in this game. I just think Florida State's way too strong. They're they're one of my uh, sleeper picks, kind of like uh, Garrett said in the first round. I think this team is poised that they could make a Final Four appearance. That Murray State pick, is my that's my feeling pick of this bracket. Just, just a gut feeling. Respect it. Yeah. Buffalo versus Texas Tech. Again, I told you guys in the round of 64. I really like Texas Tech this year. Yes, G. Give me the Bulls. Garrett's not going to the Bulls. I'm locking in Texas Tech. Joey, where do you stand? Red Raiders. Thank you. Texas Tech. I also feel like they're a pretty darn good team this season. I want him to be the deciding, <laughs> the last one. So, Buffalo. I'm picking Buffalo. Ooh, Sammy, Sammy finally gets to be the one. Pressure. I don't feel any pressure. <laughs> Give me the Bulls. Yes, oh, sir. <laughs> And just like that, he succumbed to the pressure. <laughs> You're going to really love this next pick, then. <laughs> uh, Florida versus Michigan. Hey, Sammy. Let's just let Sammy go first. Sammy, what you got on this matchup? Actually, I got Nevada beating Florida, but I think Nevada's beating Michigan. Well, oh, but, that's not, but that's not the situation but at hand, it, But here at hand, I got Florida beating Michigan because Michigan can get into droughts. And Florida... Very good defensively, as, as everybody said here. I think Florida, you know, has just enough offense to pull out the upset against Michigan. Michigan has to be an upset alert. I believe Florida is a matchup like Maryland to where Michigan, Michigan State is the only team that has Michigan figured out. That's, that's decided everybody knows it. Every other team, Michigan can figure it out. And I think Florida... You can get enough out of Iggy, enough out of Jordan Poole, enough out of Charles Matthews against teams that aren't Michigan State. They always figure it out. They always lock down on defense, and they always figure out a way to get it done. I think even if they play Nevada, 
Nevada just focusing on those three players to to beat Michigan. I don't. That's not a good way to get it done because you're locked Michigan in Michigan. Keys, yeah, Garrett Malik's a thousand percent correct about everything he just said. Uh oh. I mean, Florida's a great defensive team, but at some point, Michigan was twenty eight three with teams that weren't MSU, and if MSU's the only team that can do that to them, yeah. I mean, come on now, got to go with the Wolverines. Florida's a really good defensive team. Kevon Allen's really good, big guy down oh, yeah. low. Oh, yeah. I think he'll sure. give Michigan some problems. And, you know, Michigan's struggled a bit recently, but Florida doesn't have the best guard play. And that's what we've seen to kind of mess up Michigan with the pick and roll that Michigan State has run. If any team yeah. decides to run a pick and roll, Michigan might be in trouble. But also, you have to, but have, they don't you have have, to have a type of guard like Cassius Winston. Right. They can don't, do so many different things. They don't have Cassius Winston yeah. on Florida. They're going to be a tough team defensively. But I think Michigan still has enough weapons to spread the floor, hopefully get back to a more beeline-style offense, not this one-on-one ISO stuff, dump it down to Teske, kick it back out to shooters. I think Michigan will win this game. There's, there's a reason why they've coasted through almost every other team except Michigan State in the Big Ten. Moving on. Michigan, we got going forward. They'll play Buffalo in the Sweet 16. Let's move to the Midwest region. North Carolina, the one seed versus the eight seed Utah State. Do any of you want to pick Utah State? The North team Carolina's riding real hot. No. North Carolina's too good. Carolina's yeah. Too good. I mean, I, I do want to pick Utah State, but I just don't see that outcome happening. Yeah, same. Let's go Auburn, Northeastern, the Loyola. Actually, they might not really be the Loyola because I'm picking Auburn. I really like Auburn this year. I can't pick. I can't pick Northeastern over Auburn. Give me Auburn. Really? I don't even. Know, I don't even War know Eagle. the name of Northeastern's coach, but he War can't. Eagle. He won't outcoach Bruce Pearl. I'll War tell you Eagle. that much. War Eagle. What? What's their? What's their mascot? Northeastern. Yeah. Huskies. I think they're yeah, Huskies. Huskies. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't even matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Iowa State versus Georgia State. Could Georgia State be the team that we see? Is the Cinderella. You know, there's a song called Little Big Towns, the Tornado Song, I believe. That's the end of Ron Hunter's dream there, cuz. The Tornado. The, uh, it's, it's like a, a song by Little Big Town. I'm picking Iowa State. That's what's going to happen to Ron Hunter. That well, Tornado Song. If you ever listen <laughs> to little big, little big Towns, weather song, perfect song. Malik. I'm going Iowa State. G. Iowa State. Ron Hunter's end is here. Well, you know what? Just <laughs> since it's three zero, I'm picking Ron Hunter. You're picking Ron Hunter. We'll still put oh, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> but I think <laughs> Iowa State's gonna win. This game. No, you can't say that, Joe. Joe, Joe, you can't say that. Iowa State was gonna win. Did we have Seton Hall or Wofford going ahead? Seton Hall. Seton. Okay. Seton Hall. So it's Kentucky versus Seton Hall. Seton Hall. A lot of people. Are, during the regular season. Well, a lot of people like think Kentucky is a dark horse to make it to the final four. Not really a dark horse, but our favorite to make it to the final four. I think they could lose here. I think Seton Hall could knock them off. Not going to happen. Why? Kentucky rebounds very, very well, and they're a very balanced team. They have nothing for P.J. Washington. Ashton Ashton Haggins has become a game manager. Reed Travis is healthy. (laughs) Kelton Kelton Johnson and P.J. Washington are fantastic. I don't care how good Seton Hall has played recently. 
Kentucky's going to wipe them off the floor. I agree. No, Kentucky, man. I think, Kentucky, Kentucky, I think Kentucky wins by yeah. like 25. Kentucky. I agree. <sighs> Seton Hall is one of those teams that I really want to win, and I, I think they're still on a hot streak. But I think that Kentucky's going to come out knowing that they lost to Seton Hall earlier. Yeah. And they're going to be on a mission. P.J. Washington, Tyler Hero, those guys are just too good. Let's move up to the South region. It's Virginia, the one seed versus the eight seed Ole Miss. Sammy, what are you thinking this one? I'm thinking Virginia. You yeah. want to save Wayne? Yeah. Virginia. I know Joey is. Joey's team Virginia this year. Yep. After the after I did not pick Virginia that far last year, I took a year off and I was lucky. Now I'm back on the Virginia Cavaliers. Garrett and Malik, anything to chime in? Nope. <laughs> Virginia will continue to be surgical in their execution. Wisconsin versus Kansas State. I actually got Oregon versus UC Irvine in that one. <laughs> well, it's okay because this is not the that's not the views from the sideline bracket. That was, so. That's in my own bracket, but if um if you're going that way, I'm picking Kansas State. I'm picking Kansas State as well. Sammy, you're causing my blood pressure to rise. <laughs> like Why so many upsets? Why? I you I showed you my list earlier. <laughs> upsets don't happen that often. They don't. They just don't. Hey, Garrett, who you <laughs> got? Nothing. Give me uh, wait. Well, nothing. Okay, what are we at? Wisconsin, Wisconsin Kansas State? Yeah. yeah. Give me the Wildcats. I also had Oregon, UC Irvine in my bracket. Oh. But, and this was going to be my UC Irvine into the Sweet 16. Um, but in this game, I think Wisconsin, if they get out of the first round, I think Wisconsin's kind of a dangerous team. I got Kansas State. That's a 4-1. Flobbering. Moving on. Six seed Villanova versus three seed Purdue. I don't like Purdue. Give me Villanova. Boiler up. Boiler up. I feel like Carson Edwards loses his mind in this game. Goes for at least 35. Okay, let's calm Listen, down. Villanova's, here. Villanova's point guard is a horrible matchup for Carson Edwards. I See, I don't Terrible. think Villanova has any way of matching up to Matt Harms. Or Ryan Klein. I don't also, think they have yeah. the size to even get anywhere close. So I think Purdue is going to win this. I'm going Purdue. Joey, even though it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. They all yeah, picked yeah. Purdue. Never mind, Joe. I don't care about your opinion. Um, I don't. I just said I don't care about your opinion. I think if Purdue makes it out of the first round, they're another team that's dangerous. Cincinnati versus Tennessee. Tennessee. Rocky Top. Really? I'm going Bearcats. Bearcats. Listen. Yes. Oh, Bearcats. Let's go, Garrett. Bearcats. Rocky top. What? Give, give me the reason. Right. Give me the reasoning for why this Cincinnati team could beat Tennessee. Joey is a swing vote. He gets okay. the floor. We better not have Cincinnati. Hey, 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 Malik, chill, chill. <laughs> Do not alter his decision. Jaron Cumberland is on a tear right now. Yeah, he is. And Cincinnati was not a team that I even paid attention to no. going into this tournament. They're going to cause some problems. Yes, they are, Joe. Don't give but me the... No! What's Joey. the number one name in the tournament? <laughs> Admiral Schofield. What's the most basic name in the tournament? Grant Williams. Tennessee's too deep. They've played too many tough games. <laughs> Tennessee's winning this game. Can't be on the Bearcats. Boo. That's sad. That's that's Great disappointing. Great who pick. who was the one that said that upsets don't happen in the tournament? Somebody said it. Somebody. Somebody. I, it was pretty close. I could hear it in my ear, but I'm not sure where. 
Sweet 16 time, guys. <laughs> Duke, Virginia Tech. Joey. Man, I want the Hokies to win this game, but Duke's going to win. Garrett. Duke. Um, Duke. I'm the same thing with um with Joey. I really want Virginia Tech to win this game, but I I just cannot pick against Duke right now. Um, give me Duke. Yeah, it's a clean sweep. Uh, LSU versus MSU. This is gonna be a clobbering because LSU shouldn't even be in this game. Michigan State by twenty five. Barty by thirty. Close game. Get out of here. Yeah, I think this will be a good game. But I also agree. I think the way that Michigan State's been playing right now, they're just—they're too strong. They're too good. They're, they're toughest, like you said earlier, Joe. Their toughest opponent's going to be Louisville. They're too tested right now. Yeah. Um, I will. I will say Skylar Mays could cause problems for Cassius Winston, but State's just too good. Yep. Uh, moving to the West, it's Gonzaga versus Florida State. Garrett, start us off on this one. Zags by fifty. No, I'm oh, kidding. no, on. but but the Zags are the, the Zags are going to win. As much as I love Florida State. This, there could be a potential here that Florida State does slow things down That's and try and use that happen. depth on, yep. on Gonzaga. That's what's going to happen. No, it's not. Rui Hachimura, Rui, Rui Hachimura is the best big man in the country, and Killian Tilly is back and healthy. Give me the Zags. Gonzaga. Give me Florida State. Oh. Gonzaga, buzzer beater. There, there are going to be some buzzer beaters, so yeah, nice. I got the Seminoles. They're, they're my you dark horse re- final four. Do you want to rethink this? Joey and I have both put Florida State. I love Kamaji now, down low. You just said you had Zags. Don't make, don't make Wait, hold on. He just, he just had Zags on a buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. Sammy, what if the, just the shot at the buzzer just rimmed out? Uh, yeah. <laughs> just hit the, the back of the, of the iron. Oh, out. that would be stunning, but I still got Gonzaga. <laughs> How disappointing. Uh, then we got Buffalo versus Michigan. Sammy, what you got on that one? I got Buffalo. Oh, do you? Yeah, I got Buffalo upset Michigan. Malik. Buffalo. What? <laughs> Over Michigan? Wow. I'm stunned. You want me to go? Yes. Give me Michigan. I Again, I think if Michigan... Even though I did have... Sorry to cut you off, but I had, in my bracket, I have Texas Tech winning that game. I don't trust Buffalo as much. That's why I'm picking Michigan. Uh, I come in kind of in the same boat with Michigan State. Like, if Michigan has made it this far, I think they'll be rolling at this point. So I don't think that Buffalo would scare them. I think they would throw them off guard. And I think Michigan is just too strong at that point. Swing vote. That, and that's why I wanted to do this. This is the first swing vote I've had all day. Really? First swing vote I've had all day. Make good time. Give me the Bulls. Going to the Elite Eight. You didn't even give any facts, anything to swing it. You really just said, give me the the Bulls. The way that Cassius Winston played against Xavier Simpson is the way that I can see C.J. Massenburg playing against Xavier Simpson. He's a pain in the butt. Dante Carruthers is also a guy that can just let it rip from three. Javon Graves, Jeremy Harris. They got got just a very strong team that can shoot from the outside, and we've seen that. If Xavier Simpson is in any which way confused, Michigan's in trouble. C.J. Massenberg is that guy to throw him off the, you know, to throw him off the ledge. Give me I Buffalo. I feel like if Michigan goes into a drought against Buffalo, Buffalo is going to take advantage. North Carolina versus Auburn. North Carolina. Yeah, it's North a clean sweeps. Carrie. I I want to take Auburn, but no, it's North Carolina. Joey, anything? Nothing. Nothing. Iowa State versus Kentucky, guys. Joey, you had nothing to say. Have something to say here. 
I think Kentucky's on a mission. I want Iowa State to win this game deep down, but I think that Kentucky's going to win it. I think they're just too strong, and I, I think they've played too many tough opponents where Iowa State's not going to be a big deal. Kentucky. Yeah, I'm picking Kentucky. Kentucky. This, this is where the Big 12 being down this year, this is where they're going to really struggle. Any, uh, Garrett, do you think there's any chance Ohio- Iowa State wins this one? No. No. Uh, let's go to the South region, Virginia versus Kansas State. Uh, Give me Kansas State. Oh my God! What? Virginia. I have confidence this year in Virginia. I'm going to go with the Cavaliers. I think this is probably the year that they actually get to a, close to a Final Four, and they actually might make the Final Four. So give me Virginia. If Dean Wade is out, Jack Salt and Sam Huff will control this game, and Kyle Guy and Ty Jerome will con- will continue to shoot at a high percentage. So Virginia. Yeah, Kyle Guy, DeAndre Hunter. Ty Jerome. Virginia's Virginia. got too many good weapons. Virginia. We saw them uh, a couple weeks ago. They were struggling in a game. Who were they playing? A not very good team, and they were tied like for a while. And then all of a sudden, boom, 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 boom. Straight threes in a row, beat them by 20. Purdue, Tennessee. This is a fun one, I feel Tennessee. like. Tennessee. I feel like this is a mismatch. I feel like Tennessee will handle Purdue, honestly. I'm taking Tennessee, I don't feel like too. this is a good matchup. Because all of you suck and don't have Cincinnati in your Jordan, brackets. Thank you. Jordan Bone and Lamonte Turner <laughs> you guys will are gonna, make it that day hell. You guys, you guys are making a bad decision by not taking Cincinnati. Yes, you guys are making a bad decision by not taking Cincinnati. Wait, offered, did, did Cincinnati win the? No, Tennessee did. Oh, okay, okay. But if that's the case, I, I something about Rick Barnes and getting to this, a, this time of it's state, not a good matchup to me. It, it's, it's going to be Tennessee. Joey? Tennessee. Admiral Schofield. That's that's the point every single time. Tennessee wins the national championship because of Rocky Top. <laughs> He'll put Admiral Schofield on the national championship. Rocky line. Top, give me Rocky Top. We've made it to the Elite Eight. Duke, Ooh. MSU. Duke. Let me start this Ooh. one off. I talked about at the beginning of the show. What's the one team in this tournament Duke did not want to see leading up to the Final Four? It's Michigan State. Michigan State matches up phenomenally. Against Duke. They have a chip on their shoulder. As in Michigan State. They're riding a extremely hot wave right now. The only thing that I'm concerned with. Is the load that Cash, Cassius Winston. Has been carrying. But if he can keep it together. Like I'm predicting. Give me MSU over Duke. Oh my. Trey Jones is a top five perimeter. Point guard defender in college basketball. R.J. Barrett, I think he will hold Matt McQuaid in check. I think Cam Reddish will hit shots when he needs to. Here's the problem with your opinion, Malik. You're looking too much on paper. This is what you got to think about. There's there the three most there's months in the year. There's January. There's February. There's Izzo. Boo! This is Izzo. Well, it's been beeline the past few. I was going to say, when is the last time that we <laughs> worried about Izzo in March? This is going to be the first time in a long time. T. I've said several times. I think I think next year is MSU's year to make. You have said that, yeah. Championship. I think this year, I don't think this is the time. I haven't even brought up Zion yet. (laughs) I I mentioned all that stuff. I'm not even going to bring him up since I was rudely interrupted. Hey, that was just it was a lovely. I'm not even going to bring up the monster factor. Okay, let me put Malik in his place here. (laughs) Thank you, Sammy. All right, Zion (laughs) Williams. 
you just helped Malik with his argument right there. All right, Nick by Ward. mentioning Zion. That's five five. What so, is yeah. Nick? Kenny Coyne. That's five five. Sammy, you might be right. Can you tell me? That's five five again. Think about that. Think about that. And oh, what man. if if Zion wins and gets into foul trouble? Then think about that. Think about that. And of course, yeah, you got RJ Barrett. If what if RJ Barrett gets into foul trouble? Chris, you are right. Michigan State matched up well with Duke here. They matched up well with Duke here. It wouldn't surprise me if Michigan State beats Duke. It really wouldn't surprise me. And I think the difference in this matchup is, as I mentioned, I mean, Tillman's got five to give. Ward's got five to give. Goings got five to give. Kithier's got five to give. So I'm telling you right now. So I'm telling you right now. So I'm telling you right now. And and you, you better zip it there, Garrett Collosier. But I'm telling you right now. Those guys have five at twenty fouls to give between those four players. They're going to present problems for RJ Williamson and uh, for Zion Williamson. And if Williamson gets into foul trouble, think about that. Think about that stat right there. I'm not being mean yet, but Duke is a much different team without Zion Williamson. We saw that. So give me Michigan State in this one. Two one, Garrett. No, I, Joey, I'll let you go first. But I, I, I love that he brought. I already Nick know Ward. where you're going with on this. Joey's this. wait, wait. Joey stayed quiet. Garrett, you're picking Duke. We all know this as a yeah because Sammy's just he has the blinders on he's part of the propaganda machine. Oh, Michigan State, oh, Kyle Arndt. Ah. Is that is that your Dick Vitale impersonation? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just, I how in good conscience can you pick this team to even get anywhere close to Duke? Duke is leaps and bounds the best team in the country. Duke is so much better than even what State is. You can't even put Xavier Tillman on Duke's roster, and he wouldn't even get any playing time. You can't put Kenny Goins uh, on there. Kenny play, Goins he, couldn't even get an offer from Duke if he tried to show Xavier up. Xavier would camps. play ahead of Javon Delorier. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know what kind of, I, I don't know what makes you think MSU is going to win this game because they're just not superior talent-wise to Duke. Talent doesn't beat teamwork. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so what? We're going to talk about teamwork and say, oh, Izzo's a great coach because he has seven Final Fours and only won one Michigan back in Michigan State's got something to prove. What? What do they have to they prove? They have something to prove here. They haven't been to a Final Four in a while. They have not. Uh, Izzo has not beaten Coach K in the tournament. Uh, There's a reason why Coach K, K is 11-1 and one against MSU. It's because Izzo lives in 1995 with his offense. Ooh. Give me Duke. Give me Ooh. Duke. It's not even close. Joey. Listen, the fact that Nick Ward is the expendable player on MSU, that just makes me laugh so hard. Joey. I, love, I love Nick Ward was the first player he brought up. I agree with Sammy with the fact that talent doesn't always matter, and Izzo has never done well with talent. Exactly. This is an Izzo-type team, which makes them more dangerous. But This matchup is super interesting, and I think it's going to be— I hope it's a really good game because Duke doesn't have a lot of answers— for Michigan State's bigs. They get a lot of good rebounds. They just play tough. Even though Duke has Zion Williamson, they're going to make it tough on him. They're not going to make it easy. I think the big factor, too, is if Bolden is healthy in this game, if they have him back, that that could be an X factor to give Duke the edge. And, yes, Trey Jones is a good defender against Cassius Winston, but Xavier Simpson was supposed to be as well. And I just want to take that into account. If... Either of the big three from Duke struggle in this game. I think Michigan State has more weapons overall. This game is so hard to Joey, call. Joey, I need you to make this Because decision. I can see both sides having advantages and disadvantages. 
Just do it. Nike. And I'm going to go back to my statement about if I believe that if Michigan State can get past Louisville, they're poised to make a run. And I think that Virginia Tech could maybe show off some of Duke's weaknesses. They also shoot the three ball really well, the same as Michigan State. And I think Michigan State can use that to take into account against their game against Duke. I'm going to go with Michigan State. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, here's, the, here's another stat. Duke is, is the worst three-point shooting team in the country. That is not a... Um, Doesn't matter when you have three freaks, literally. Duke three wing the, players that are the best players in the country. But three-point shooting makes up for good in psychics. Uh, and Michigan State shoots the three ball very well, and their interior defense is really good. So it makes it harder for those Duke guys to get in the paint. They're going to have to take some damage going in there. And they're physical, too. Michigan State. Exactly. Physical. They're going to bump with Zion and R.J. Barrett, who are trying Nobody's to get in. Nobody's bumping with Zion. They'll I think, bump with R.J. <laughs> I think... Cam, I think Cam Reddish is the big X factor in this game. He struggled recently down the stretch. He could maybe beat the Spartans, but I think Michigan State has a really good chance. I got to say, I'm stunned. But I appreciate you, Joe. Moving on. Gonzaga. Who do we have going on? MSU. Yeah, because Sammy and I both had MSU. Joey was the swing vote. Gonzaga, Buffalo. Nobody here is picking Buffalo. Let's be real. This exactly. is the, yeah. this is the cleanest Elite Eight game we've, we're going to see. That's well, a bad Buffalo, That's a bad take by Buffalo, us. Putting maybe Buffalo. if you guys would have picked Michigan. Up a, Thank Buffalo you. put up a serious fight in the first Come on, round, guys. That's such a bad we pick. We ruined out in the Michigan-Michigan State Final Four matchup. And then Michigan State wins again at that point because they can't guard Cassius? I'm just saying you'd get North, a fourth matchup. North Carolina, Kentucky. Garrett, Ooh. I want you to start this one off. Oh, boy. So, there's a few factors that really work into how to pick a national champion. And one of them, and there's this article I read, that says you need a senior or several upperclassmen who have valuable contributors. And you need a very good point guard. Can I guess what it, it takes heart to win? They also need a, a, a awesome crunch time score. I think what you're talking about there is North Carolina. Luke May, great shooter. Kobe White has really come out this year as a very strong point guard. I'm not really sure Ashton Haggins is that elite level point guard to take Kentucky this far. So give me the Tar Heels. Sam. Give me North Carolina. Convinced. Convincingly. Joey. I'm going with Kentucky. I think both of these teams are a little bit young. Yes, North Carolina has Luke May. He brings the veteran leadership for that team. But I think Kentucky, they're again, they're another one of these teams that if they can make it out of this second-round scare, perhaps, that I think they're dangerous. I think they have a lot of weapons. And I just, I think, you know, the combination between Tyler Hero, P.J. Washington, Keldon Johnson, I think, I think they got a lot of weapons to match up with UNC. Um, and I just, it's one of those, you know, feelings. And that's, I think that's how you pick a national championship is feelings. I have facts. You have to have I, a I have, feel. I have facts. I have facts. Well, facts last year would have told you that Virginia was going to win against UMBC and that didn't happen. Facts would have told you that Loyola Chicago wasn't going to make the sweet 16, but that happened. Facts would have told you that Michigan was well, not going to make the, the national championship last season, but they did. 
Facts also have anomalies built into them as well, too, Joe. So guess what? Certain things happen at some point. And that's where feelings take over. (laughs) Malik, what you got? I think Kobe White raises his draft stock in this game. I think he really shows the entire country how talented he is, his jumper, his ability to drive to the lane, and his extreme quickness. (laughs) I think all the the long list of shooters North Carolina has, Cam Johnson, um, Nasir Little as well, too. I mean, Nasir Little has had his moments but hasn't really broken out because the rest of the team has played so well. Luke May is going to play well. Those post players rebound and defend. I think North Carolina surprisingly wins convincingly in this game. Yeah, I'm maybe maybe, maybe 10 or 11 point win. Yep. I think this is going to be a good game either way. Virginia versus Tennessee for a trip to the Final Four in the South region. Garrett, start me off. What is it? Virginia, Tennessee. As much as I think Virginia is on the revenge tour, similar to what Michigan football had this year, I think it does stop here. Some point when you play that retro style basketball and you have a very good point guard and you have a very good team that can, you know, blend around you. That's that's in your favor. I'm going to go with Tennessee to go to the final four. Joey, we know you're picking Virginia, so just say it. Tennessee. No. Has the most exciting name in college basketball. <laughs> oh my god. Admiral Schofield. <laughs> But that power doesn't last forever. <laughs> Going with Virginia, the three-point shooters. Sammy. Uh, Joey Tythick. Um, <laughs> Errol Schofield is going to the Final Four. Virginia is going bye-bye. <laughs> to be honest, both of these teams I like. So for both either of these teams to advance, I'd be super happy. Malik. Tennessee has shown during the season that when they go against teams that are extremely focused, can hit shots at a high level, and play really good defense, they can lose track and get blown out. Virginia has all three of those elements, and they will beat Tennessee. Oh, I'm the swing vote here. Chris. Fellow three-point oh, shooters. Stop it. <laughs> oh, did, okay. You know. Solid reasoning. Virginia has a lot of three-point bombers. You know we like to spread the floor. <laughs> Give me Virginia. Joe, jo, that was yeah. too good. It's true. Got to spread the floor, you know. Got to keep the defense honest. MSU versus Gonzaga for a trip to the national championship game. Gonzaga. Give Michigan me State. Michigan State. Michigan State. Sammy and I are on Michigan State. Of course. Malik is picking Gonzaga. Garrett's picking Garrett's Gonzaga. Picking Gonzaga. They're, are you, they're picking Garrett, Michigan State Garrett, to win it all. We knew he was picking Michigan State to win it all. He, Chris, you're going to pick Michigan State I'm to ready win to it swing all. again. At this point, I can already see that. Swing it, Joe. It's, you got Gonzaga, right, Garrett? Yeah. If Michigan State beats Duke. They can beat the Zags. The number one overall seed. The Gonzaga Bulldogs will look like nothing, comparatively. I think that at that point, Michigan State will win. Again, Michigan State's bigs can match up with Hachimura. He's obviously a great talent. That means at this point, we're the, Michigan State's going to win the national championship. It's not even 
But yeah, I'm just you can saying. Close your laptop. It's not if, even a. It's not even a. If they beat Duke, how can they not beat Gonzaga? There have been teams that beat. They're really very, good I'm just teams saying before. they're very they're very similar to where I feel like Michigan State could, you know, use their tenacity and all their bigs to be able to match up against Gonzaga. And I just feel like one if they're locked in, they are very good. I feel, yeah, I feel like this is a yeah, Gary. This is pretty much Virginia over. versus North Carolina. North doesn't Carolina matter. doesn't matter. North Carolina. Garrett, what you got? Malik, we're on our own doesn't, island. Doesn't doesn't matter, man. North Carolina. We are, we are on our own island here. Uh, wait, Virginia, North Carolina. Yeah, Sammy's North got North Carolina. Carolina. I want to be a troll and say Virginia. I'll go with North Carolina. You do you, Garrett. Are you going with North Carolina, Joey? Okay, I'll join Joey. I'm going to go Virginia. <laughs> Malik, what you got? I got North Carolina. Whoever I pick at this point, it, does, it doesn't matter. We know who's going to win this. Give me the thing. Tar Heels. North Malik, that's Carolina. How, that's how the views from the sideline brackets goes, though. <sighs> it ultimately doesn't matter who you pick. It's the majority. Exactly. And then you had the national championship. Game. Now the national championship. It's Michigan State versus North Carolina. Before Come anybody on. says anything, Come on, just, just pick the winner. let me start. I'm going to go to Malik. We'll go Sammy. We'll Garrett. We'll go Joe. I should be the last one. No, because we know you're picking Michigan State. <laughs> you never know. Give no. me North Carolina. They're the better team. I said, in the beginning, I said in the beginning of the show that I thought they were the favorite. I think they're the favorite to win it all. Give me the Tar Heels. I think there's just too much there. And Roy Williams, the coaching factor, does play a role in this one. Give me North Carolina to win the national championship. I think it was either up to Gonzaga or North Carolina to win it all. And if it's this matchup, I'm picking North Carolina. You know, a lot of people ask me about this matchup. I thought about this long and hard. Now, people say, am I going to go with Michigan State or am I going to go with North Carolina? Um, I thought it over, yeah, actually. Winston scores 60 points. <laughs> I actually thought it, this that went over. Hits 12-3. All right, let's let Sammy over. talk. I actually thought this over. Um. You're gonna all be stunned. Yeah, I'm going North Carolina wins the national championship hey, for Michigan State. Objectivity. Let's go. Yes. Doesn't matter now, but let's hear your key pick. key factor. Mike Krzyzewski was eleven and one against Tom Izzo. I think Roy Williams is like seven and two or something like that against Tom Izzo. That's gonna move to eight and two. Give me the Tar Heels. Oh boy. I think no matter who is in either the South or Midwest bracket, whether it be Virginia, Kentucky, North Carolina, I think they're the favorites to win the title for me personally. I know that's not like the consensus, obviously. But at this point, Cassius Winston is going to run out of gas. He's going to play too many heavy minutes. He's going to have the entire Michigan State workload on him. And Kobe White, what does he love to do? He loves to just run the floor. And just push the ball nonstop, and I think that's going to cause problems because Cash is, is going to have to play more defense, and he's just going to struggle in this game. I'm I'm running the table, UNC. And also, Kobe White doesn't wear a hideous headband like Cassius Winston does, <laughs> but he also has like a mop on his head that I I feel like it slows him down. I think he'd be even <laughs> faster if he cut his hair. Look what Alfred Payton did. Yep. All right, let's get a score. I think this one's going to be a blowout. I know Sammy doesn't. 86-80. Garrett, what are you thinking? Uh, let's go 79. Let's go 79-65. Joe. UNC. 
Correction of mine, 80, 86 to 83 North Carolina. Buzzer beating three. <laughs> that would be great. The chances of that. That'd be great. Um, I'm going to go 80 to 68. I think it stays close for a while, and then UNC kind of runs away at the end. Malik? 75-59. We're going to rock with 83 to 72. I think that's, that's a solid we're number. <laughs> well, guys. Cue the music. One shining moment. <laughs> you did it. Round of applause. Round of applause. Moment you reach for the stars. <laughs> it's one shining moment for you. What are you? What do you think? What are you singing? Only the greatest song. Only the greatest song to ever exist in the month of late March or in the part of late March and early April. One shining moment. So, guys, the ball is tipped. Are are, are all of you ready there for, for upsets we don't expect? And run for your life. <laughs> You're a shooting star. <laughs> no one feels. I don't know all the words. No knows the words. one knows. Just how hard you worked. And inside it shows. It's one shining we're, we're, we're moment. We're letting it ride out. Should I? Okay, I we're not letting it ride out. Oh, I was going to just end it, I thought. <laughs> no, no, no. But I am ready for that, Malik. Teams are going to get expect, upset that we don't expect. Yep. Yeah. Don't uh, be surprised if you see like a seven or eight seed or nine seed. If you see a high seed above or if you see a team above a five or six seed, make it to the final four. <laughs> I mean, it it could happen this year. There's some balance this year on the on the bracket, so I, I'm I'm ready for craziness, and that's why they call it March Madness. Belmont could actually make a run. They could make an Elite Eight run. It's possible. Watch out for Buffalo. I think Buffalo could. I like where Buffalo's at. They're yeah. seated at. Joey, what team should uh, people at home watch out for? Hmm. <laughs> I want to say the Anteaters, but. <laughs> I don't think they're a team you really watch out for. Um, I think St. Mary's, I mean, if they get past Villanova, I think they can make some noise. Yale over LSU could end up being one of the, yeah. big, yeah. the biggest yeah. upset of this yeah. tournament, yeah. even though people could see it coming. I'm buying Yale. I'm or really New, high on Yale. Come on, New Mexico, Northeastern. New Mexico come State. Come on, Northeastern. New Mexico State, I think, is a dangerous team, too. Yale and Cincinnati are my two teams to watch out for. Mine, if I had to pick one that no one else has chosen on this bracket, Joey, let me take a look to see if that. That R bracket that we did officially? Yeah. I would go with, oh, well, we didn't choose Wofford. Anyways, for me, I'm going to go with Wofford, and I would go with Kansas State. Buffalo and Yale are my two teams I'm watching. Actually, I think Gonzaga's going to win it all. Zags. Well, that's going to do it for our March Madness preview. Each week, well, during the tournament, we will break down what's happening. It'll be all March Madness all the time. Thanks for joining us, Sammy Termina, Garrett Kaloje, Joey Malik. I guess I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> well, it was fun. We will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye, y'all. One shining moment, you reach for the stars. <laughs> One shining moment Cut for it. you.